0: This is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the show. You're hearing my voice tonight, and it's something a little bit different because Ian and Mark are actually away at a talk radio convention in New York City. They'll be back on Friday. But uh, in case you don't know me, I'm Stephanie. I'm Nemi. I'm Julia. And we are your fill-in crew for tonight. We'll try to entertain you just as Mark and Ian do normally. Uh, I think you hear Nemi on Wednesday nights anyway, right? Yeah, so that's right. So you're a regular. Julia, you're on Mondays. And uh, I'm usually on the Sunday show with Mark. So Free Talk Live, of course, is live seven days a week. You can hear us every single night of the week from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. And you can also call us. Free Talk Live is a show where we love to hear from you. We encourage you to call in and bring up whatever is on your mind. Our number tonight is 855 450 3733. That's 855 450 free. And uh, again, we'd love to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. But, ladies, I found this article that I, I had to bring up on the show. I was really disturbed when I read this. Um, it's from salon.com by Glenn Greenwald. And if you're familiar with him, he writes a lot about anti war issues. Um, He's sort of a I mean, he, he I think he identifies himself as a, a liberty loving person or a libertarian, maybe even. I don't know if he uses that terminology, but he definitely writes a lot about um, anti-war issues and how Obama really isn't doing anything much different than uh, Bush did. You know, he's kind of continuing all these bad policies, especially when it comes to war. And the headline here from just recently on Salon.com says uh, U.S. again bombs. Mourners, the Obama policy of attacking rescuers and grieving rituals continues this weekend in Pakistan. So basically, here's the gist of it. Um, The U.S. has been taking these drones, these, you know, you all know about the drones, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Flying overhead and taking people out. They're unmanned in some cases. Basically, it's killing people with a joystick. I mean, it's about as close as you can get to a real life video game as possible. You know, and except it's not a game, it's real and it's people's lives. And sometimes these people's lives, you know, these people are innocent. You know, they're not doing anything except going about their lives. Sometimes these, you know, strikes target people who just kind of get caught up in it because that's where they are. And in this case, they're taking drones and actually flying them over funerals and people who are seeing people that they know and trying to rescue them from perilous situations. And they're they're gunning them down from these drones. Why? uh i don't know terror the war on
1: terror (laughs) i just i don't see any logic i I don't see how they could justify that i guess
0: guilt by
2: association maybe
0: maybe yeah i i guess i mean maybe they just see everyone in pakistan as a potential terrorist and if they are associating with somebody they know who was killed well then they must be bad too because the u.s never goes wrong in who they kill i don't know that's really sad It is terribly sad. Yeah. And you're completely right, Julia. I can justify it either. I have no idea why they would do something like this. So let me read you a little bit from this article, Salon.com, again from Glenn Greenwald. In February, the Bureau of Investigative Journalism documented that after the U.S. kills people with drones in Pakistan, it then targets for death those who show up at the scene to rescue the survivors and retrieve the bodies as well as those who gather to mourn the dead at funerals. This is terrible. I mean, a funeral, like you you can't leave people alone for a few minutes to mourn the dead person in their family or the one that they know. It's uh, its about the most inhumane thing I could possibly imagine.
1: Yeah, its it sounds like it.
0: Yeah, so uh, let's see. Um, the CIA's drone campaign in Pakistan has killed dozens of civilians who had gone to help rescue victims or were attending funerals. As the New York Times summarized these findings, at least 50 civilians had been killed in follow-up strikes after they rushed to help those hit by a drone-fired missile. So people were going to help out their friends, a little bit of maybe mutual aid there, spontaneously organizing. And what do they get for their trouble? Well, they get droned too.
1: This is one of those news stories that I'm just sort of speechless. Like, I don't even know how to comment because it's just awful. Well, Sam, here. this
2: article says what kind of country would do this. Well, it's the country that would do it to its own citizens. I saw this happen in Occupy Oakland as well. Someone got hit. Really? By, they had drones? No, well, not by drones, but by, by, um, uh, members of the police, um, police department ah. had fired some anti, some uh, tear gas or some kind of cartridge into a, a crowd of people, hit someone in the face. And when this person went down, people rushed to his aid and they were hit again. Wow. So if, if, the The police force is willing to do it to its own people, I would assume the military is certainly willing to do it to other people. Yeah, you, you know, this in is interesting
0: countries. to me because I've been, you know, I, I'm in the medical field or, you know, sort of close to it. I volunteer with an organization called Free Aid, which does mutual aid, you know, like does first aid for basically festivals like the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Nothing too serious. Like we give people band-aids and bug spray and sunscreen and stuff like that. We're not like doing open heart surgery or anything, but... <laughs> But, you know, I've been interested because of that in street medics and especially with the Occupy protests going on in Boston and New York City and Oakland and all these other places. They have street medics there who basically they'll take like duct tape and they'll wear a jacket. They'll put a cross on their on their jacket with like red or black duct tape. And they they even have websites in some cases where they organize. They provide mental health uh, help for people who have been brutalized by police at these protests. They give out... um, There's something you can do where you mix like uh, antacid, uh, like Tums with water, and it can neutralize some of the tear gas and and, uh, pepper spray and things like that, supposedly. Um, So they do things like that. And often the street medics get targeted themselves when they're just trying to help people, you know. So it's sort of a version of that, except in this case... Much more extreme. Much more extreme. Yeah, they're actually getting killed in these by by missiles dropping from the sky. I mean horrifying right
2: right and i would be interested to know the rules of engagement like i don't i'm (laughs) they don't care about those well right Right. but i would be interested to know what what protocol is you know just for for information's sake Mm because i don't
0: know that's the way the u.s you know seems to operate everybody else has to follow their rules but they don't have to follow their own rules and um, yeah it leads to things like this. so uh, the New York Times said that at least fifty civilians have been killed in follow-up strikes after they rushed to help those hit by a drone fired missile while the bureau counted more than twenty other civilians killed in strikes on funerals. That's a lot of people that's like you know seventy people, maybe even more. these are probably conservative numbers um, you know because a lot of the t- a lot of times when the military military excuse me reports these statistics, they will um, if somebody gets killed, any man who is killed, and this is, you know, gender discrimination too, of course, but any man who gets killed, they will assume that they're an insurgent or that they're a terrorist and they're fighting against uh, the U.S. And so that way, even if it was just somebody who wasn't involved, if it was a civilian, they don't have to count that death in the number of civilian deaths. So they, they use these little tricky kind of tactics to uh, to minimize the statistics of how many civilians get killed. This repellent practice continues, says the article. Over the last three days, the U.S. has launched three separate drone strikes in Pakistan, uh, one on each day. And this is over the past weekend, so it's relatively fresh uh, news. As The Guardian reports, the U.S. has killed between 20 and 30 people in each of the strikes, the last of which early this morning in this article's from Monday, killed about uh, between 8 and 15. And, you know, it's hard to tell uh, exactly how many people get killed, but also how many get injured, too, and how many of them... You know, in Pakistan, I'm sure there's not the world's greatest hospitals or anything like that. And, uh, you know, you see these pictures of these little girls who get deformed because they've gotten hit with different chemicals and explosives in uh, in places like Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff like that. I'm sure in Pakistan, too. So what are all the consequences of these? What are the ripple effects of just dropping missiles on people (laughs) from the sky, from an unmanned drone, from... You know, on a funeral. <laughs> That's sad. What, what do you think is worse, the weddings or the funerals? Remember in Iraq, they were bombing wedding parties and they got a lot of bad PR for that? <laughs> they should get bad PR for that. That's yeah. sick.
2: That is sick. And, and you ask which is which is worse. I I honestly don't know. I, I would guess funerals myself. I would say funeral too. Yeah.
1: Because I think there's sort of a, there's an additional disrespect, you know, disturbing a funeral, I think, people are mourning and it's just sort of something you don't do, right? Yeah.
0: And then pretty soon there'll be no one left to have a funeral for some of those people who got killed, yeah. right? Because everybody who was in the family was at the funeral. It's just madness. And uh, and yeah, it is an extra layer of disrespect to do these kind of things. It just is bad PR. As if
1: it isn't bad enough just to just to
0: do it, right? But you have to do it at a funeral. I guess to be in the military and to do these kind of things, you have to learn or you have to learn to think of people as... Really not human beings. Yeah, obviously. With no humanity at all, and it's okay to just kill them, and they're all terrorists, and they're not like us. We're fighting the good fight. Let us know what you think. 855 free Can you justify dropping drone missiles on funerals in Pakistan? Call us. eight five five four fifty free It's Free Talk Live. More coming up.
3: If you
4: want to move to the free state, and you're looking for some real estate,
1: well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Porcupine Realtor. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too?
5: Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealtor.com
0: free talk live welcome back to the show it's stephanie with you tonight and emmy and julia we thank you for joining us want to remind you that listen.freetalklive.com has all kinds of different ways you can listen to the show it's got the live streams, the radio uh, affiliates, the uh, satellite, webcam, and listen lines. And by the way, webcam, too, uh, you can find over at cam.freetalklive.com. Most of you probably aren't used to seeing three ladies on the air. Uh, this is kind of a change, I guess you could say. So if you tune into the cam, you can see what we look like and see us doing the show live, of course. And you're welcome to call in at 855 855- 450 Four fifty three, eight five five four five zero three seven three three. We have taken over the show tonight because Ian and Mark have gone to a talk radio convention. But a they romantic won't. getaway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have heard that they do share. Um, they do share a bed, or Sometimes. they have. <laughs> they have shared beds. Yes, that's right. Yeah, give them some more amp money so they you, can afford to get two beds. Who, <laughs> who do you ever...
2: think is the cuddler?
1: You you mean Mark is, the big, Mark spoon? is the, big yeah, spoon. the big spoon. Mark <laughs> is
0: definitely the big spoon. <laughs>
1: Have you ever uh, seen the pictures of, um? they had like a photo shoot years ago, and they only published a few of these pictures, uh-huh. but <laughs> this is gonna be I, I'll have to find them and show them to you. It's not like a secret or anything like that, but they are the gayest looking pictures ever. They're sitting on the beach together, you know, and their
0: hair is like flowing in the wind. It's really funny stuff. Awesome. Why don't they publish that? I, think I don't that know. Would be great publicity. For I the agree. Show. Anyway, so I want to remind you that bitcoins are the world's uh, first potentially anonymous digital cash. With bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign, no terms of service to abide by. Anybody can download the free bitcoin software and they can be using them in just a few minutes. With bitcoins, you can send and receive money anywhere in the world without needing the permission of any bank or government. This is huge. I mean, I don't know if you ladies uh, use bitcoins, but I definitely do. and I I'm have. really excited about them. I just, have some as well. Just the savings and transaction costs alone. I mean, whenever you Pay with PayPal online; it's going to cost you, you know, three percent to five percent in uh, transaction costs, credit card processing fees. But with bitcoins, there's none of that. You can pay an optional like point zero zero one bitcoin or something like that. Yeah. Really easy to use, and to learn more, to find out how to use them, visit weusecoins.org. And now, thanks to bitinstant.com, that's another website, you can have bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your bitcoins with cash, visit bitinstant.com. Lots of exciting things coming down the pipe with those uh, the little uh, internet cash uh, there, ladies. So, you know, we were talking about this... uh, these drone strikes in pakistan at, on funerals and on people who were trying to help their their family members who had been kind of gunned down by these stri- not really gun cuz it's they drop missiles right they're not actually sniping from the drones i i should say uh use accurate terminology here but um but yeah i mean it's a really sad article there's there's not really much more we can say i mean we're all in agreement here ladies right that this is not something we could ever uh morally yes. support right i certainly wouldn't yeah and if you have if you have an alternative perspective, please let us know 855-450-FREE. But for now, I think we're going to move on to something else because, well, this, this is a little bit happier there. Did you hear they're building a colony on Mars? Mars I heard one. something
1: about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't understand why. Yeah, I know. It, it's the free. We were joking during the break that it's the free planet project, right? They're trying to <laughs> get away wonderful. overreaching of the state. This is actually a private organization called Mars One. The uh, human settlement of Mars in 2023 is their little tagline on their website, Mars One dot com. That's where I'm reading from. Mars One will establish the first human settlement on Mars in 2023. That's that's pretty ambitious. That's like 10 years away. Yeah. A habitable settlement will be waiting for the settlers when they arrive. The settlement will support them while they live and work on Mars the rest of their lives. Every two years after 2023, an additional crew will arrive such that there is a real living, growing community on Mars. Mars One has created a technical plan for this mission that is as simple as possible. For every component of the mission, we've identified at least one potential supplier Mars one invites you to join us in this night next giant leap for mankind. Now there are people who don't even believe that the moon landing was real. right. you ever heard about this? Yes Oh yes. Right. Yep. <laughs> now I wonder how they're going to go to Mars. I mean, do you, what do you think? Do you think it's legit? Sure, I think it's legit. I, <laughs> I just hope that if I were
2: if I were one of the four because the the first group is is composed of four
0: people hope you like each other right no
1: kidding right? <laughs> right yeah i think it takes
0: does it take actually two years to to travel there i mean because mars is one of oh, the clo- yeah one of the closest planets to earth but it's still i mean it takes can what, you imagine several months. like
1: one one year in it's like i want to go back i do not I'm like done this with guy you change yeah. my mind That's
0: it. i
3: don't
2: like you guys this place sucks <laughs> there's no water where's the ocean
0: yeah. Well, and I wonder, too, after traveling, you know, to Mars, if it actually takes two years to make the journey, like people's bones get brittle in space because they don't have the stress on them keeping the, you know, their bones strong. And how do they deal with stuff like that, like the physiological changes?
2: There's a, a great FAQ list here. It says, how long does it take to travel to Mars? The trip oh. takes around seven months.
0: Oh, a that's little bit, a
2: little bit longer than astronauts currently stay on the International Space Station. Precise duration of each journey depends on when it is taken, because both Mars and Earth's orbits are not perfectly circular. The time it takes to travel between them varies between six to eight months. You can arrive earlier if you use more fuel, of course, but that also dramatically increases the mission's cost. Hmm. You could also use less fuel and increase travel time to a certain extent, which is not a problem for unmanned flights. But we want to keep the time the astronauts spend flying as short as possible. Yeah, I would want to keep it as short as possible. Seven months is a long time to be
0: (laughs) be strapped
2: into something with with some people, (laughs) but then you've got a whole planet with three other people. What do you, you
0: know, this sounds like a sci-fi movie to me. You know, not that this should be the the first question on everybody's minds, but uh, I was just recently talking with a friend about how, you know, people have sex in space. How do you think they do it? Do you know? They asked no. this question. I'm, it's I'm model-
2: loving this FAQ <laughs> list here because it says, can the astronauts have children on Mars?
0: Hmm. Let's see. It's never been tried before. It I guarantee that. Well, yeah. we'll
2: see. Here. Here's the answer. Our ability to conceive in reduced gravity is not known. Neither is there wow. enough research on whether a fetus can grow normally under these circumstances. So please don't. Mars One will therefore strongly advise the settlement habitants not to attempt to have children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interesting. Please don't breed. <laughs> wow. So they want to establish a colony on Mars, but everybody's going to have to come from Earth. Right. The babies, the, babies. the babies, too. Babies have mm. to come from Earth. I guess they would have to grow into adults with uh, strong that bones seems before they can withstand. That seems a little,
1: um, like, almost could be torturous. Like for, for a baby or a kid? No, for adults. I mean, you're asking human beings um, yeah. to go up to Mars for the rest of their lives and never touch another one. Like, <laughs> well, you can I mean, always
0: catch the next shuttle back two years later. Didn't say it's you always couldn't always leave. Contraception, <laughs> right? It's um, it told. Oh yeah, it, it does say the, the rest, of their rest of their lives. Wow. So <laughs>
2: There is no return. Here you go. There you're, is no exit. I mean, you might
1: as well just lock yourself <laughs> in a dark room and never leave, right? <laughs> because what's on Mars, and now you you can't even. You can't touch anyone,
0: whatever yeah. you do. You can't go outside without a spacesuit. Uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> the only thing that would probably make this worth it is an enormous uh, profit margin for mining. St- You know substances, like if Mars is made of gushers of gold or something. But I don't know. I mean, why would somebody do this? I guess it's that exploratory spirit. Like, did you ladies hear a couple of weeks ago, Ian and Mark were talking about Blue Seed, which is basically uh, a retrofitted cruise ship that's going to act as an incubator for startup businesses. Mm -hmm. But you have to go live on a cruise ship for two years or whatever, however long it takes to start your business. And I don't know. I guess the people who are willing to take risks will kind of flesh these things out for themselves, but it sure is interesting. Tell us whether you'd like to live on Mars for the rest of your life. It seems awfully final. At 855-450-FREE. 855 Want to start the Free Planet Project? It's Free Talk Live. More coming up.
6: There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception bar none, thanks to their twin coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. com. Free Talk Live, welcome back
0: to the show. You're listening to the live, uh, what is it, Wednesday edition. It's Stephanie with you. And Nemi. And Julia. And we are filling in for Ian and Mark tonight. They're away, but never fear, they'll be back. Meantime, if you want to get some more of them while they're gone, you can hear a live show, you can go to archives.freetalklive.com. They've got MP3 archives going back to late 2006. That's a really long time. I mean, that's more content than probably anybody could... Really, realistically, listen to uh, even if they listen to Free Talk Live all day, every day for several months. It's uh, thousands of hours of content over there at archives.freetalklive.com, and of course, it always helps. some uh, you know, if you if you like tonight's show, if you like another show this week, uh, share it with your friends. Let them know about it. We've got this new cool. Archive uh, system on SoundCloud, which allows you to actually make comments, like com- kind of like comments on a blog, but like within the audio file of Free Talk Live. So if you hear one of us say something that uh, you disagree with, you you really agree with, or you just want to praise us and say how awesome we are, you can do that on tonight's archive in SoundCloud. And do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you also want to keep your clients. SACL CAI, you can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. And please do businesses with, excuse me, do business with businesses that support FTL. Also, by the way, SACL CAI is the sponsor of the uh, toll-free call-in lines for you, which is 855-450-FREE, 855 Four five zero three seven three three. We'd love to hear from you. From uh, you know, uh, bring up whatever's on your mind. Anything that we've been discussing tonight. We've talked about drones uh, dropping missiles on funerals in Pakistan, and also human settlement of Mars. It's free talk live. Anything goes. And Nemi, I think you you had a story you wanted to discuss uh, for the pet lovers out there, right? Yes, new
2: fines are in place for cats and dogs that don't buckle up in New Jersey from uh, Philadelphia. The, the cats
0: and dogs are going to get a fine. Well, the owner. Oh, I see how for, it works. Well phrased
2: headline. Good catch. <laughs> yeah. Click it or ticket. It. it is not just for people anymore. At least in the Garden
0: State. Oh gosh, Police. that that phrase. Let me just stop that. That is so annoying. Click it or ticket. It. Yeah, yeah. It or tick it. it's so nannying. It's and, just and
2: I, I love I love listening to the ads in New Hampshire because New Hampshire is the only state. In the United States that doesn't have a mandatory seatbelt law for adults. I mm-hmm. mean, you you need to buckle up if you're under 18. Mm-hmm. But it's the only law. It's the only state without an adult seatbelt law. So I always love when I hear the the propaganda commercials click it or ticket, coast to coast. I'm like, sup,
1: New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can like picture the wagging finger.
0: Yeah. It or take it. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 If so, you're not watching the camera right now, you should be to see Julia's wagging fingers. That's <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> Police and animal control officers are authorized to cite drivers with unrestrained animals in the car. Yes, that includes the back of a pickup truck too. Violators can be fined two hundred and fifty to <laughs> one thousand dollars per offense. Wow. Now I'm going to digress for just a second. Brutal. There what? is a law in New Hampshire against having a pet in the bed of a truck. You are not here. You don't have a. a- it seems
1: irresponsible. Be- I mean, maybe if you were driving slow, like in Keene, the speed limit doesn't go above thirty. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe. Would, would you say cruel? Still,
0: would you say it's cruel
1: to the animals?
2: I wouldn't say it's cruel. I, I, say, I would say I it would be think it- reckless.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it would depend if you were maybe driving down the street and you were going 10 miles an hour, it would maybe be okay, but it doesn't seem right.
2: It's not It's not fun to see a, a dog. I've seen a dog come out of a pickup truck taking a turn, and it's it's not pretty.
0: <gasps> oh, my. It's not yeah, pretty. That's
2: so, I, I mean, I understand where where the spirit is here, but I, I think it's a little ridiculous. What and and they... I wonder, too, because it says here police and animal control officers are authorized to cite drivers. So now is animal control going to be able to pull people over? Mm, that's they a good see question. A loose dog in the back of your car. I'd like
1: to know how much the seatbelt law is for people, because two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. seems very unreasonable. Great point. And I got a speeding ticket or a, a seatbelt ticket in Florida, and it was seventy dollars or something around there.
0: Mm. So placing more value on the dog's life right. than the human passenger. There you go. That's I mean, government this has to be
1: a. Wow, we can make more money this way. I mean, who could justify this in any way? It's, oh, cra- it's
2: absolutely crazy. Well, according to Ray Martinez, and the page reloads just in time, head of the New <laughs> Jersey Motor Vehicle Commission just wants to avoid distracted driving. Quote, people actually driving with a dog or cat on their laps. A cat? Yeah, on their lap. Well, if a cat's sitting funny. on your My lap- cat
1: sits on my lap. My cat does not like it's. I have a f- very friendly cat. He's very sociable. And so if you were to come to my house, the cat would jump in your lap and be all cozy. But for some reason, he is terrified of car rides. And sometimes I bring him here to see Ian. Mm-hmm. And because Ian likes the cat. He and is a cool cat. He is a cool cat. So sometimes I bring him here to to see Ian and he literally will not leave my lap like i'll put him in the front seat and the cat is so scared that he comes over and he sits on my lap and just like holds me the whole way but you know he He doesn't doesn't need a seat belt no he doesn't need i have a seat belt (laughs) so he's kind of in it by association right but he you know he holds on to me and he doesn't move around so what's the problem
0: yeah my
2: cats do not enjoy car rides but i did um over the weekend see a loose cat in a car down at the corner coffee shop oh i love that And, and it's just walking around yep i like that that's a pretty chill cat right there.
1: My friend's cat likes to put his feet up on the dashboard and look out
0: the window. It's, uh-huh. it's very amusing. That's really Like the cute. whole
1: way. He goes from the front to the back, just back and forth. I so, wonder
0: <laughs> I wonder what these people would have to say about the cat copter. Oh,
1: <laughs> my gosh. Did you watch his yes, video? I
0: did. This, this guy very made, funny. made a... A, a helicopter, basically, out of the, the tan That's got to be illegal in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't but everything
2: illegal in New Jersey? Yes, yes. Fine. yes so it is. To get back to this quote, he says, people are actually driving with a dog or cat on their laps. It's not cute. It's actually dangerous for the driver. It's dangerous for other drivers, and it's dangerous for that pet. So, what, if
0: I, what if... So they're talking about distracted driving, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess the idea is that a dog or cat could walk around in the car or something and distract a driver. but Or get in the way, like crawl down under the brake pedal or something. Mm, I don't... Well, that might be a legitimate concern, I guess. But, I mean, pet owners know their pets and whether they like to hide in small spaces well, and sure. if they would do that. But well, I'm, th- I'm just thinking, like, what if you have a dog, let's say, and the dog doesn't like to be restrained? Because, you know, we all want to be free, like even animals want to be free. <laughs> so what if it doesn't like to be restrained with a seatbelt? And I'm sure... You know, a lot of the devices that restrain pets are maybe not that comfortable. So, what if it's barking and wanting to be let out? And isn't that distracting too? Sure, sure.
2: It uh it says here dogs can be placed in harnesses that click right into the seatbelt buckle. Cats don't take well to harnesses, news flash, for
0: the book. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to go well in a carrier
2: and the carrier needs to be buckled down.
1: Okay, now that is distracting. If I put my cat in a carrier, he sits in the back and goes meow, meow the whole time. <laughs> oh. Chris, I remember Luther is my brother, and Uh he moved to Burlington, Vermont, which is several hours away. And he said that the cat in the carrier for three hours—it's
2: enough to drive you insane. Right? Is that not distracting? Unless you find a way to cope.
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not like you could just put a towel over their cage like a bird and it will go to sleep, right? What about other animals? Like what if you have a pet monkey or oh what if God. you have a bird oh and gosh, you're driving with the bird? bird in the car? More
2: laws, Stephanie, more laws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember PETA coming out in favor of this years ago and I thought it was just as but ridiculous. But they're not in then. favor of
0: people even having pets. That's true. Right? No,
1: no, that's the ultimate goal wow. is no pets.
0: I guess there's the, that's like the minarchism they're not to of be pet used having is
1: for our <laughs> entertainment. Well, Wow.
0: Yes, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't think I have a problem with pets. I mean, oh, people love their pets. My my yeah. pet is quite content to so eat is the mine. food I
2: give her and and play with the catnip and the toys and all. She's I mean, fine.
0: I, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to be someone's pet, but I'm a human being and I'm a sovereign individual. And you could argue that humans and animals are quite different in a lot of important ways, right? And those sorts of uh, pets are bred
1: pretty much to be your pet. I mean, like mm-hmm. a, a domestic cat. My is cat, a cat? Right. My cat doesn't want to go outside. I could leave the door open all day and he's not going outside. So yeah.
2: he's happy where he is. Mine he is. is too. I mean, she'll go out and get some air, but she's she's not fended for herself. She's actually uh, I call her a retired feral because I picked her up. <laughs> I see. You know, and she's she's quite content, like Julia said. You know, I know where my food's coming from. I've got a warm place to sleep. I'm good. I'm chill. I can go sit in the sun maybe once in a while, but yeah, she doesn't want to go in the car, so I don't take her in the car unless I have to. But that somebody can pull me over. And again, this comes into kind of seatbelt law for me. Is this a primary law or a secondary law? Can yeah, the cops- if, they,
0: if they see a wagging tail or some fur. Uh-oh. If they see somebody with a shaggy haircut in the lights. passenger seat, would they pull you over? Up, oh, suspected dog. Call the backup units. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. free would you strap your pet into the back seat? This is getting a little bit ridiculous, don't you think? Freak Duck Live, there's more coming up. Empower yourself by trading with value. Visit com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on meme. That's don't tread on M-E-M-E dot com. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to Free Talk Live. It's Stephanie with you. And Emmy. And Julia. We thank you for tuning into tonight's uh, show. You can call us at 855 450 3733. Bring up anything that's on your mind. Free Talk Live, of course, is uh, live every day of the week, every night of the week, if that is. And this is the Live Wednesday edition. If you're listening between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern, you are hearing the live show and you can feel welcome to participate. And of course, I want to remind you that uh, Free Talk Live has a BBS, which is a bulletin board system, kind of a throwback to the old, uh, the uh, initial days of the Internet where you can go and post things. You can discuss what you hear on the show. You can uh, troll the boards. I think they're relatively <laughs> easy to do that over at bbs.freetalklive.com. And uh, Nemi, you had a statistic that you wanted to share from the last. There was a yeah, question. It's
2: just, uh, Julia had asked in the last segment um, how much it costs for a ticket for an adult who is caught without wearing a seatbelt. And to clarify, um, New Jersey is a primary state for front seats in a car.
0: Primary means they can pull you over and look because they suspect that you're not wearing a seatbelt. Because they've seen
2: seen you not wearing a seatbelt, but it's a secondary law for people in rear seats, which is secondary means that they have to pull you over for something else before they cite you for it. But including court costs, not wearing your seatbelt as an adult can cost you forty six dollars.
1: And the minimum <laughs> and the
2: dog, fine
0: was two fifty. Two fifty to a thousand for wow. not
2: buckling up your your pet.
0: That's not only more for the pet, that's like twenty times more. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. are I, what are they saying with that? I of course I wouldn't advocate raising the fines on the humans. I mean that's that's what they would probably say. Oh well, I guess we have to raise the fines on the humans, but no, no, this is ridiculous. If somebody's endangering an animal talk to them about it, maybe, you know, if they're driving distracted, that's, I don't think that's a crime in and of itself. I mean, I I don't want to endanger people on the road and I don't want others to endanger me. But if somebody hurts somebody else, that's a crime. And I think it matters that the victim gets compensated for that in some way or victims. But just simply driving distracted when you may or may not have anything to do with an accident, uh, is that a crime in and of itself? I don't think it is. Where's the victim? Right. Right. I think it's it's
2: something like we've just had a we've just had a a verdict to come back in Massachusetts under their new texting while driving law. And um, New
0: Hampshire has that, too. Yeah. And at least the town. New New Hampshire, the
2: state does have it, um, but it's very... it's very loose in okay. that you can't be texting, but you can be making a phone call. So you can still be eating a sandwich or you know trying to shift your standard standard car Helping while smoking your baby, a cigarette and changing the radio, changing the baby, changing the radio, drinking <laughs> your ice coffee. I've never seen anyone change a baby on the road <laughs> that, while they're driving. That would be some talent yeah. right there. I Supermom. wouldn't want to see it, but oh, wow. that's cool. But yeah. or I, dad, I, you know, I think distracted driving is already covered, and that was the major objection when the texting law came up um here anyway and
0: well where does it stop i mean do they ban every single form of distracted driving do they mandate that everybody has to get nine hours of sleep before they, they get in a car radios
2: in cars
1: yeah right that's distracting what about if you're changing the channel or I guess,
2: you shouldn't put, put kids or- in cars
0: because they're distracting oh, yes, very distracting
2: <laughs> or, or you might be distracted as you are and leave your baby on top of the car which was another news item in the last <gasps> last week or so yeah, yeah. My mom is
1: just distracted. Like My mom is <laughs> very strange when she drives and she'll, she'll like, see something on the
0: side of the road and
1: like, ooh, <laughs> look, over here. And, and then you say, like, whoa.
0: She's She'd like, see what? Julia's eyes just lighting up as <laughs> she follows She's the object. She's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes like a deer will run out. In fr- that happened right. to me just today. A deer ran in front of the car. And I, I noticed it because I was paying attention, but... Sometimes they're just really fast. Thank goodness you weren't eating a sandwich, Stephanie. And putting <laughs> yeah. on your
1: makeup,
2: you know,
0: oh. right?
1: That's I don't, I don't do I don't, either one when of those I see things. Girls putting mascara on in the oh. car, yeah. like
0: really? really, Well, that's <laughs> dangerous to them. I mean, because if they, if there's a, su- if there's a sudden movement, <laughs> it's going to hurt their eye, right? It's yeah, gonna, it could scratch their cornea. Awful. I mean, makeup in
2: general just doesn't. Who cares I mean, about, right. about the trash car or the fence? They might damage their cornea.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Those are all important. They might things. smear their makeup.
0: Most importantly, <laughs> oh dear, <It laughs> oh, my might break gosh. a nail. <laughs> okay, th- confession time. Three ladies here. None of us are wearing makeup yes. that I can tell, anyway. Nope. And that makes uh, me really happy, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think we need it. I mean, of course not. <laughs> and it's I, I three knew it was beautiful ladies, ladies here tonight. Here. So I was just like,
2: you know what? I don't need to. Yeah. yeah. But then I say that every day. So yeah, me too.
0: Well, we did have a caller on the line. They dropped off. I hope they call back. They were. They wanted to address. Um, the dearth of women in the Libertarian (laughs) Party. That was at least what they said. Sometimes the
1: board ops get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder, you said this, I wonder if he's Libertarian Party or just Liberty Movement. Uh
0: But it is a significant uh, issue, I think, in both, probably more in the Libertarian Party because it's just so... Oh, geeky, nerdy, yeah. yeah, and there's
2: your answer.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> there yes, is your answer, the, the answer. But I mean, why don't you
2: have more more girls at the comic book store or at Star Wars conventions? This well, is, this I, is
0: why. That yes, those are two issues, and they parallel each other because this doesn't just happen in the liberty movement. This is a serious problem. This is something that I personally have been thinking about for. Several years, ever since I first noticed it like five years ago or more. I've been probably, I've been a liberty minded person for probably more than 10 years, okay, or maybe all my life. I, I like to say I was born one, right? And then I had to be like, you know, de-indoctrinated de- de- from liberty, right, in the government schools. But you know, I've noticed this problem that there are a lot more men than women and it happens not only in the Liberty movement, as I found out recently, but in the, the skeptic community, the atheist community, Nemi, you're a skeptic or atheist. None of us are religious here. So maybe we know a little bit about that. Uh, Also in the nerd community or for lack of a better word, like comic books, gamers, that kind of thing, any uh, movement that's kind of male dominated, I think it, it sort of tends to become this self-reinforcing thing. And I do think that it, at least partially, it's because there's bias against women. I don't think women are just less uh, interested in liberty. I mean, because I think if you talk to women, they're just as naturally liberty-minded as men are. But it's just they go into a movement like this and they see a lot of people, you know, like Julia, <laughs> you had someone belch on you, <laughs> yes. right? And you see, see
2: <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's, um, I think it's just <laughs> that, that women aren't necessarily attracted to the men who are involved in in whatever particular circle it happens to be. You know, if somebody belched on... Really? (laughs) Did you hear this story? No.
1: Okay. So there was a a guy, it was actually at Porkfest, I think in 2008, and some guy was walking beside me. There was like a whole line of us, and he just looked, he turned and looked right at me and belched really
2: loud in my face. That is sexy right there. (laughs) I know. That will get you Sarcastic. That will get you a girlfriend. I swear. D-
0: disclaimer, I hope this doesn't make anyone turned off from going to Porkfest. I have and- not been belched on since. <laughs> yes. But I mean, but this, there are there are other um way more um, egregious examples of that. Like at Porkfest, there have been men who have shown up and groped women yep. uh, against their <laughs> that's consent. That's not funny. But but it's that's not funny. That's, but I mean that's completely non consensual. There have been men who have, yeah. who have have hit on women that in, Didn't in someone really- say something really gross to you? Uh, Yes, I was at the Liberty Forum this past winter, which is another uh, Free State Project event. I was in an elevator... Uh, with a man who I didn't know, and I was wearing a t shirt. Actually, the t shirt had a comic on it, which is uh, my friend Marcus's webcomic. He's actually sitting here in the studio mm-hmm. listening to the show. He does a webcomic called Brainless Tales, and I had one of his, uh, a t shirt that had one of his comics on it. So the guy in the elevator is staring at my shirt, ostensibly, and he goes, Oh, oh, oh sorry, I wasn't just looking at your chest, except he used a different word that was more vulgar. <laughs> I wasn't just looking at your chest. <laughs> yeah, look is it's all you get to do. Funny I mean, because have fun.
1: <laughs> Take a picture. It's just, it can you have so
0: little tact? And and you're stuck in an elevator with it, them, too. Probably that's probably a classier
1: thing. way to say something nice to you, right? Because, I mean, yeah. it, maybe in his mind, he's like, well, if I tell Stephanie she's got a nice chest, then she'll...
2: <laughs> she'll love me forever. Yeah. Oh, she'll want That's what I'm waiting me. for. And we'll be together, and it'll be happy. Right, like
1: he could have said something nice instead. Right.
2: Yeah, or engage you in an intelligent get, you're conversation. You're looking lovely today. Right. <laughs> May I take
1: you <laughs> to I like dinner? Your
0: <laughs> or like shirt, or something. You know. So yeah. Shower. Or talk to me about an idea. I mean, that's the other something. thing. A Stephanie, lot of times they I love assume... your work on Free Talk Live. You are so great. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. I would see that. That would be a great way to to Ice engage breaker. with me. Yes. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Nobody ever says that to me though. They, they either ignore <laughs> nice me chest. or they say nice. <laughs> Rack or whatever. But <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the other thing is that sometimes we get, I think, uh, pigeonholed maybe or stereotyped or like people assume. I've actually heard people say women can never really be activists. And that really disheartened me. Like, oh, they're not hardcore enough to go to jail, they're not hardcore enough to really do the activism, and that is totally not true oh. and actually there's a there's an award right now that's going to be given out at porkfest. It's called the Zoe Taylor Award uh, for a great female liberty activist, and the list of nominees um is huge, and they're cool. all very uh, pr- you know prominent active women in the liberty movement and i'm really happy to see that but you know i think we do have this caller back on the line ladies who wants to talk about this very subject we've got troy listening in saskatchewan and uh troy are you with us you're on free talk live oh <laughs>
5: hey, <laughs> Timing uh, is everything. i wanted
7: to tie this all together with the mars mission if
0: oh wow this is an specific, exciting cliffhanger troy, troy, well, troy hold on the line if you would we're just coming up on the end of the sure. segment we're going to come back more with troy in hour two we're going to talk about women the liberty movement and mars i'm I'm really curious wait. how he fits I can't this. wait. Maybe he's going to go Robert A. Heinlein and the line marriage thing uh, on us. We'll have to wait to find out. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. Give us a call, and there's more coming
6: up. Are you excited about Flaming Freedom's bigger, gayer dance party at this year's Pork Fest? Oh yeah! Well, you should be. There's gonna be hop and dance music and a giant tent full of liberty lovers getting their gay on. By gay, Do you mean happy? Oh, uh, sure, Claire. Super gay. Dre is bringing his elite team of drag queens led by Violencia. There's gonna be raffles for all kinds of prizes, as well as prizes for gayest costume, best drag queen, and best drag king. So get your ticket now for the insanely cheap price of just five dollars at FlamingFreedom.com/danceparty.
0: Free Talk Live, welcome back to the show. This is a different music bed than I'm used to hearing. Maybe the uh, board operator's playing tricks on us. I like it, or maybe it's like our own song because we're you know we're we're we not the have normal our own crew. music beds for She Talk Live. Oh, no, yeah, there was a there used to be before the Sunday show went live. Normally, so Free Talk Live now is on seven nights a week. By the way, we're kicking off hour two here. It's uh, Stephanie with you. And And Nemi and Julia. Yeah. And uh, Free Talk Live is live Sunday nights, uh, excuse me, seven nights a week. Um, But it used to be just six nights a week until we added the Sunday show, which is now me and Mark uh, hosting every Sunday. But before that, the Sunday show of Free Talk Live was an Internet only thing. And sometimes it got a little wild and crazy. It was more like, you know, a way to kind of train people about how to host Free Talk Live or how to improve our radio skills. So that maybe in case like a situation like this came up where Ian and Mark went away that somebody could fill in for them and I actually learned everything I know from that basically um and they're so so I used to host uh once a month on Sunday or something like that and and we called it She Talk Live because I would always have uh, all female co-hosts on with me so it was it became kind of like a little This meme. is
2: great for me. It's a nice switch up from dealing with the with the boys. <laughs>
0: They bicker a lot. They do. And, and it's endearing and
2: they should be married. And it's very I'm glad cute. they're off spooning in New York. I think that's fantastic <laughs> for them.
0: I, no, no, I don't think it's because they're men. Like I, anybody could bicker, right? I mean, well, sure. everybody bickers right. anyway. They've, just, but... they've got a weird relationship. They've been friends for so yeah. long.
1: They pretend like they're not friends. They really love each other, but they don't want to say it. It's a very interesting <laughs> dynamic.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's yeah. fun for me. I really Milk enjoy it with them. And, and Stephanie, I was, I was thrilled when you when you... Hit me up online and said, you know, will you still come to the show? I said, absolutely. And then as soon as I, as I was telling you this earlier, as soon as I got offline, I'm like, oh,
0: maybe I should ask her what we're going to talk about. because oh, we could never get have a problem <laughs> that's filling right. up the time. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be here with you ladies. And thanks so much yeah, again for coming absolutely. in. Uh, by the way, 855-450-3733 is the number. If you want to call us tonight, talk about anything that's on your mind. We were talking sort of about the, the well, like the egalitarianism, I guess, in the liberty movement, like where are the women? I mean, I think at least in New Hampshire, it is getting better over time. Do you ladies agree with that? Yeah. Okay. I don't really
2: keep track myself being one, you know.
0: I've noticed it more and more as I've started to to think about these kind of things and and pay attention. And we'll we'll go into this more, but I want to see what the caller has to say. First of all, uh, Troy has been waiting on the line. Troy, are you still with us?
7: I am still with you. Please yeah. go
0: ahead with your so thoughts.
7: I guess I have a three part question. Like uh sure. number one, you know, is there a shortage of women uh, that are libertarians? And number two, uh, why is there a shortage if that's so? And number three, you know, what's the solution to it?
0: Great questions. Okay, so is there a shortage of women, first of all? Uh, I think yes. Yeah. Although yes. it seems to be getting better. I think the consumption in New Hampshire be, it's yes. certainly getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean I've been around the liberty movement for a long time and I th- I do think it is getting better but we still have a long way to go. And we wanted to be
2: specific too between the libertarian party and the li- the liberty movement or liberty minded people too. Yes.
0: And Troy, you mean the lib- the broader liberty movement, right?
7: Yeah, I'm not a I'm a, I'm an anarchist an anarcho capitalist, so yeah.
0: There you go. Not okay. So you're party n- at all. you're a non-voter. Is that what you what you're saying?
7: Um yeah. Okay. I vote for Ron Paul if he was up here. But you're uh, in
0: Canada. What are you saying? You'd vote for Ron Paul? You'd never have a chance to do. That. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he was up here, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. But, okay. But, so and why? So why is there a shortage of liberty-minded women? Do you ladies want to answer that first? I have a lot of thoughts on this. So I why, would why love you to hear your yeah, thoughts. You go first. Okay. So I think uh, not only is it uh, it happens in other movements, as I mentioned before, like the nerds and the the skeptics and stuff like that. Anything that's sort of sort of male dominated, but for for the liberty movement in particular, I think that there are a lot of people who are libertarians who see um, feminism, basically, uh, the women's rights movement, where, you know, there was a lot of cultural activism to get equality for women, and they came a long way, you know, in getting women now can can choose basically the career that they want to go into. They're not limited to being um, wives and mothers. They have more earning power than they did in the past. Um, There's still some discrimination in some areas, but largely, you know, there have been a lot of victories for women's rights, especially uh, from a cultural standpoint. And now the laws are a lot more egalitarian, too. They don't really discriminate against women either. Um, But I think people see that and they see that there are a lot of sort of authoritarian feminists, you know, who want to use the government to get things for women and who want to be, who want women to win, basically. And I personally am of the mindset, I do call myself a feminist, but I am of the mindset that I want true gender equality. I don't want anybody to win. I want us all to work together. And so I would call myself maybe a gender egalitarian or a libertarian feminist or something of that nature, um... I've been criticized for it even on Free Talk Live, just that word feminism, because people assume that it means that I want to dominate. You know, I want women to be on top because women have been historically oppressed and now we're going to take back the power. And no, that's that's not what I'm about. Uh, But I think people see uh, the women's sort of women's liberation or women's rights movement and they they get like this resentment, you know, especially when feminists try to use the government to get things and being liberty minded people they really don't like that so they become anti-feminists they become actually a little bit misogynistic and they think it's okay to perpetuate sexism and misogynistic ideas just because they're reacting to sort of the abuses of feminism
2: i think i think you are right to a point and i think you're certainly right in some circumstances i think for me and some some women I know who are liberty minded, but not necessarily active as an activist or in the Free State Project or politically or anything. It, it's just they don't like what they see. You could be liberty minded at home in your own home and and not go out and be active. And if you if you don't like what you see, there's really no uh, motivation to go out and and necessarily join. So if you you see people who are misogynistic or don't don't aren't exactly the most socially Adept people on the face of the planet. <laughs>
1: that is something I think we should touch on. Absolutely. <laughs> Your turn. The lack of social adeptness. No, I you can continue. I was just gonna say, I, I, uh yeah. save that for later. Yeah.
2: I, I certainly think that there's there's uh what um there's a, a lack for some people of appeal in the people who are active in high visibility, like in men in the liberty movement or liberty minded people and it does depend where you go
0: and where you live and and what You mean are you talking about like sex appeal like they don't draw people in because they're sexy because I I don't think women would join the liberty movement necessarily because they're trying to find a boyfriend I think that's that could be actually a stereotype Well but... I would
2: ag- I would agree with that and that's that's not exactly the point what okay. that I'm I'm trying to make what I'm trying to make is yeah I have been I've, I'm a native I've mm-hmm. been here a long, long time. And, and I have watched, um, before I became a, a host here, I've, I've been familiar with the Free State Project since before the, New Hampshire was even chosen as the destination state. Mm-hmm. And to see how people conduct themselves didn't really motivate me to go out and become uh, active. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, I can certainly see that point, and I, I agree with you, yeah. So I would, uh, that's really all I have on it, if you'd if, if like to touch well, on that. Well, I'd
1: love to talk about the, the social, uh, the lack of social skills. It's kind of difficult for me to put into words, and I certainly don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or anything like that, but it seems, I mean, we talked about the burping and some of the things that were said, and it seems like a lot of a lot of people that are drawn to the liberty movement, um, they tend to be more like loners style people. Yes, that's um, a very and good And maybe point. they weren't really the most social growing up. And it and it seems like
0: it can be hard to relate to people when you're in a I, like a real state of right. society. So sometimes, yeah, you're right. I
1: totally understand it. Um, but it seems sometimes like they don't really know how to act and i'm not sure if it has anything to do with me being a uh, well, i mean woman there just happens mm-hmm. to be more men I'm, there's plenty of socially awkward women out there but like when i when i go and i am hanging out with a group of really awkward guys that i'm just not comfortable with mm-hmm. and it's just not a comfortable environment i don't really know how to describe it yes. other than that and because sometimes, it's a feeling not
0: sometimes it's just awkward but sometimes it comes out as almost threatening, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so there was an instance or a situation where I was at a party with a bunch of libertarian people or, you know, sort of liberty minded people. And there was a conversation going around. And someone came out with a very inappropriate question. I had just met this person about 10 minutes earlier. And he asked me a question about oral sex, basically. And (laughs) not only was it awkward, it was also, I really felt a little unsafe. So I left. And I think a lot of women do that. They just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Troy, if you would, hang on. I, I know you, you want a chance to comment, so please hold the line if you would. We've been, uh, we've been full of thoughts on this subject, and if you want to bring up uh, this issue.
3: Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world, Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 tunes with C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, LRN.FM, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at C-Crane.com, C-C-R-A-N-E.com.
0: Free Talk Live! Welcome back to the show. It's very classy uh, bumper music we've got here. (laughs) (laughs) It's Stephanie with you. And Nemi. And Julia. Oh, we've got lyrics here. (laughs)
1: Nice. Girls just want to have fun.
0: Isn't oh, no? Do I don't it. think that's what it, it is. <laughs> no, I know it's not. I just that's the only song I can think of that's about girls. Something like that. Yeah, I actually prefer to be called a woman, and I've been so flamed for this on Free really? Talk Live. I, pre- I said it once on the air, like I prefer to be called a woman. I, it's not accurate. A girl is a young, you know, a, a young lady, right? And a woman is what I am. I'm I'm almost thirty. I'm not a girl. <laughs> But yeah, people. That's funny. Really got upset lady. about that. Very upset. Now, see, I, I don't, had this lady, conversation.
2: Sure. We're we're going to digress here for a minute. I just had this conversation with someone the other day. There is a difference between a woman and a lady. Now, if um, and there was a, a guy I knew at, years ago who was he, he would say, "Hey, lady," and it would drive me berserk. Did you Absolutely. tell him? Did
0: you tell him yeah, that you didn't like yeah, it and he kept doing
2: it? I, I'm I, I am a lady when I'm I'm behaving like one. And and what does that mean? I, Prim, proper, pristine. Oh my! Sweet, I don't know. If innocent, I... shy, <laughs> well, virginal. I'm I, I don't not know those oh. things. Yeah. But those things can be like very lady. confining,
0: too. Don't you think? Sure. I, mean, I, I personally am not a big fan of gender roles. I mean, if you naturally act that way, sure. But nobody should be forced. I, to I know by that, culture. that you
2: you take issue with it, and I, I respect that for sure. I I don't. It doesn't. I will will cringe at dear or hun or sweetie. Yeah, I don't like those. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, yeah. I don't. I. It makes me raise my eyebrow just as much as somebody calling me lady out of the blue. But it's it's not. I mean, it's not going to end my day. I'm not going to stop my conversation. And be like, you know what? This is how it's going to be. You are not going to call me a chick.
0: Yeah, I'm not a chick. I, I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, by the way, I, I guess this is a good as good a time as any to remind people that the Free State Project <laughs> Porcupine Freedom Festival is coming up. Segway full of wind in about two weeks. Uh, less than two weeks, actually. Uh, I'm going to be going up early on Sunday before it starts to set up the Free Talk Live Studio and do a show with Mark that evening. That'll be on the 17th. But on the 18th is the first additional. Uh, excuse me. The the kickoff of the official uh, start of Pork Fest, June 18th, and it goes through the 20th. It's a whole week, but even if you can only come for part of the week, it's definitely worth making a trip. I mean, there's nowhere else where you can be around more than a thousand freedom-loving people you know and if you're if you are concerned about sort of the lack of women in the liberty <laughs> movement there are lots of, i mean you take a thousand people even if less than half of them are women there're still going to be women there if that's what you're looking for i mean i can't guarantee that all of them will be looking for partners or anything like that or will be wanting to be hit on and that's maybe something we'll discuss but you know there'll be a diverse array of people there you know and I, and i really like that i like to have all different kinds of people cuz the ideas of liberty are universal You know, they applied to everyone and especially people maybe historically oppressed or minorities. I think that uh, they, you know, they could really benefit from from seeing the the idea that the state is not helping them. It's not their friend. And, um, you know, maybe they 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 could benefit from learning about the ideas of liberty. You know, so let's go back to Troy in Saskatchewan. Troy, let's uh, let's go to you because I want to get your comments. We kind of talked for most of the last segment. So what do you want to say?
7: Okay, well, would it be fair to say that there might be two uh, types of women that are in the libertarian community? And that would be one uh, that uh, found uh, liberty through a book, like through an idea, and type of B would be found liberty through a partner.
0: No. A book and a partner. There are other like, ways. No. What like, if they listen to Free Libert- Talk Live? What if, what if they were raised by a constitutionalist?
2: First what you know and me? i said what if they were raised by a constitutionalist oh i see or yeah, okay. or we born okay. and raised okay. in new hampshire which is a hotbed of liberty you know I, that's a double whammy right. for me right there i think there. there
0: are lots of different ways that people find out about liberty but did you what's your distinction troy
7: well well i just I, i guess in my in my experience um, like i met my wife i like started you started with you know an intelligent person right <laughs> mm-hmm. you you know you should probably they don't have to be a libertarian because these ideas are fairly um they're not common in the in the in the atmosphere you know in the culture sure. so you just start by finding somebody smart mm-hmm. and um and then you know you can convert people, and that's and that's what I did. In, in
2: my opinion, it's it's much like religion. Is that statism is something that you are taught? It's not when yes. you are born, uh, just a sovereign individual with without the ideas of uh, the state or government or society implanted upon you until uh, the people who raise you or or take you take you in um, impart those to you, and whether you you choose to take them or not is. Uh, uh, not always a, a conscious decision, but it's a decision nonetheless.
0: Well, yeah. And you know how you can tell that, Nemi, is because if, re- you know, religion were so intuitive or if it made sense or if the, the ideas of statism were so intuitive, they wouldn't need threats to get people to accept That's them. Right. They wouldn't need 13 years of government school to get people believing that it's OK to drop drones on, you know, missiles on funerals. They wouldn't need threats of hell And all this years of religious, uh, you know, conditioning to get people to accept the idea that they have to live the way that a priest tells them to, you know. Uh, So if those ideas were great, they would stand on their own. But, uh, you know, Troy, back to something that you said about um, sort of, uh, I don't know, the the different, you know, different ideas maybe among women in the liberty movement. We were kind of talking about this during the break. And, uh, you know, Julia was mentioning there can be some of these like gatherings, you know, like especially way back in the day. Julia and I have been, you know, around the Free State Project for, you know, six years or so, right? Yeah. And we were just reminiscing about some of the the old days, you know, back in the day when, you know, we would be like the only woman there, or maybe one of two, and there would be dozens of men. And it can feel sometimes like a little bit um, intimidating. I mean especially right. when they're coming up they're all trying to kind of hit on you and stuff and maybe you don't want to be hit on right it would be a
1: it's a party kind of atmosphere so there'd be lots of alcohol
0: yeah socially moving always... everyone up right <laughs> As if and you'd be any. one of
1: two women <laughs> the other one would be married hanging on to their husband the whole time so you would be the only like young lady by herself or <laughs> whatever and it
2: you get to there talk would be to enough everyone <laughs>
1: There, yeah, it would be enough people hitting on you. It wasn't like every single one of them was hitting on you. That It, it makes for an awkward environment.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and every time, you know, this brought up another thought for me, which was that every time, um, you know, there's some incident that happens that maybe freaks women out and maybe it has a little bit of inherent gender bias or sexism or something like that. Maybe it's like like like, for instance, I've heard jokes about rape go around, <laughs> and that is not funny to me and me either especially you know there are people who've been raped both men and women I mean men can be raped too of course but you know there are lots of people who have had some kind of experience with that it may be triggering them you never really know so I just don't think those kind of jokes are funny or appropriate and whenever they happen the person who tells them will inevitably point to like the one woman who doesn't feel offended at that and say look look she doesn't care so it must be okay. You know, and there's always that woman there because I think it is easier to survive in male-dominated environments when you do maybe hold a few sexist beliefs yourself. And women can hold sexist beliefs, certainly. And and
2: you never know that one woman may just be keeping her mouth shut because she doesn't want to say, "Hey, I'm I'm the one of the one in four people yes. who has been sexually assaulted in their lifetime."
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Troy, uh, thanks for the call tonight. I hope we answered your questions. Really appreciate you bringing up this subject. We've got lots of other calls on the line waiting patiently, and we'll get to them all when we return. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. More coming up. Your calls after this.
5: Zero free. That's one 450
0: free Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the show. It's Stephanie with you. And Nami And Julia. No, I this- am digging these music beds. Yeah, Charles has good taste. He's the board operator tonight, so uh, thank you, Charles, for doing everything that you do for us. The number is 855-450-3733. I know you want to talk to us about <laughs> about women in the liberty movement. It's a hot topic. We always get a lot of calls when we bring this up or bring up anything else that's on your mind. Also want to remind you that Free Talk Live has lots of ways if you like the show to help promote it. You can get little avatars, banners, graphics, everything you need, promos, audio promos, uh, maybe even some videos over at promote.freetalklive.com. If you're looking for a way to help out Free Talk Live, that's completely free. You're always welcome to have some of those, and they're all there for you completely free, like I just mentioned. And hey, are you thinking about starting a business? Well, here's a word to the wise. You can incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy, and they do all sorts of legal documents. Patents, wills, and trademarks. Use code FTL to save 10% off your order at LegalZoom.com. And uh, yeah, I actually used LegalZoom several years ago for um, like a, I forget what it was for, but um, I want to say like a lease agreement, and they were great. I recommend So, um, all right, let's go back to the phones, ladies, and uh, I'm sure we'll have more thoughts to discuss. Jimmy is listening on WXNT. Jimmy, what's on your mind tonight? Jimmy, are you with us?
4: Oh, yes, I am.
0: Hi. What's on your mind?
4: Uh, You know, this equal pay bill blocked in the Senate. I don't think it's high time women start making as much money as men do.
0: You don't think it's high time or you do think it's high time? I think it is. Oh, (laughs) sure. Uh, Yeah, and I mean... I don't know if the government is the best way to go about that. I think a lot of times employers might find ways around uh, whatever regulations, even if they have sort of good intentions like this.
4: The problem is that we don't have enough women running companies who are able to pull other women up through the glass ceiling.
0: Mm, Yeah, I mean, there are way fewer female executives, that's for sure. I think that's changing, though, slowly. Slowly, yeah. um, I I hope it can change more. And and yeah, I think Jimmy may be right about that. Like, there is still this legacy of sort of oppression of women, I guess, for lack of a better word, or bias against them. There's also this idea that, like... You know, a lot of times big corporations just kind of become a, a men's club for lack of a better word. Exactly. Women are kind of expected to like look great all the time when they're at work. Their their appearance right. is commented on. Men, nobody talks about that stuff. They'll have right. meetings sometimes late at night when women are like doing family things maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, women sort of also have this sort of cultural uh, pressure or obligation to have families and to be the one who takes care of the kid when they're sick and stuff like that and all of these things sort of add up. And when you have a lot of male executives who maybe don't understand or can't relate to those things, uh, sometimes it can be hard for women to sort of break into that world, you know. Right. I think what would be more helpful... I think
4: in my opinion, I think women can have it all.
0: I, I, I would agree with
2: you.
4: Is that the males in our society, at least since I was a kid in the 60s, have always put the women down because saying, well, you know, they don't really take them seriously.
0: Yeah, I've experienced I think it's that. It's
4: about time that they start taking women seriously because women are a big voting block in this society now. You know the soccer moms phenomena back in the early nineties.
0: <laughs> well, we're people too. I mean, I'd like to be taken seriously because I'm an individual, I I not because I vote. I
4: <laughs> more than I do men in the long run. My mother had a lot to do with raising me, uh-huh. so I learned how to respect women at a very early age.
0: Well, thank you for that, Jimmy. Yeah, and and I. Can't really disagree with what he has to say. Anything else you want to say to Jimmy?
4: Well, I would agree oh, with I you. I think that it's high time that women get the same amount of pay and respect and equality in the workplace as men do.
0: Thank you. I've Thank-
4: always thought that.
0: Thank you so much, Jimmy. I appreciate your call. Really Really appreciate his thoughts. I'm, I'm with you, Stephanie, that
2: mm-hmm. it, it's not something that I think is going to happen through governmental mandate. Um, yeah, it has I, to I be mean, a cultural change. That's first of what, all, that's why I spend so much time talking about it, and because it it's, it's it's, has to be cultural. It's certainly more um, more government invading and checking up on people. And I, I really think the way for it to be done is open communication in the market in, in a particular employment situation where people are disclosing their salaries. I would be happy to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Julia.
1: Well, I was going to change gears a little bit. Have you ever seen Boardwalk Empire? No, I I haven't. Okay, well, Boardwalk Empire, for those who don't know, is an HBO show, and it actually takes place uh, during Alcohol Prohibition. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. It's um, sort of told from the perspective of the politicians and those kind of guys in... And the very first episode is the night before Prohibition goes into place and all these really rich Uh, politicians are sitting in behind closed doors and uh, celebrating how much money they're going to make when alcohol is illegal. Yeah. But the reason I brought it up was because my favorite part of Boardwalk Empire is I think that the show does a really great job of portraying what life was like in the 20s. Uh, They make it seem very realistic. And my favorite aspect is the women in the show. Yeah. Because... I mean, obviously, it's it's these really rich uh, politician type guys, but every one of them has a girl on his shoulder. And in the scenes where they're at the parties, the girl is literally just hanging, you know, hanging on him. (laughs) Wow. And and they sometimes they're actually talking about women getting the right to vote. Mm -hmm. And so they'll make jokes, sexist jokes about it. And uh, one of the men will say something like, why don't you tell us about the League of Nations and, and the the girl will, of course, say like, "Well, I don't know nothing about no League of Nations." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's well, very interesting because just in the whole thing, the women kind of—they're not that confident. They—they they seem, you know, like they're so dependent on on the men in a lot yeah. of cases for money and things like that. So it's just a very interesting perspective.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, when you're When you're shown women in those roles for your whole life, when you're when you grow up seeing nothing but women who are dependent on men, you know, for your entire life, and you grow up seeing nothing but women who are very um, demure and subservient and uh, what's the word I'm looking for submissive, you know, and are, are just really trying to please everybody else and having no real needs or, or desires of their own. You really... Learn that that that's how women should be. And you kind of fall into those roles yourself. I think that still happens to some extent. I, I think it does, too. It's getting way better. For it sure. is.
1: It's definitely um, it's nice to see how far that we've come because it's yes. so awful. Yeah. But um, I think being independent is so important, especially as a woman
0: yeah I completely agree. I mean, and as people who like freedom, I mean, yeah. the, all the people who are listening to this show, I bet I think free talk Live's demographic has more male listeners just because I guess they listen to talk radio yes. more um but you know you can relate to this I mean, on the aspect of independence and individuality like men get men get objectified too, I would say, like women there's this myth that sort of women are only valuable for their looks and their beauty and their sex appeal and stuff like that but Men kind of get some of that, too. I think they get objectified for money, you know, like people try to sort of take advantage of them or get yeah. their money or whatever. Uh, you know, so maybe they can relate to us on that. Uh, what about, you know, like you mentioned, this the the idea this, this show has these women who are like really dependent and kind of not very assertive. Um, there's this idea, and it even exists today. I saw this uh, talked about a little bit in a TED Talk by Sheryl Sandberg. She's the COO of Facebook. And she's one of the few female executives, so she gives a lot of talks about women in business and stuff. And, you know, she was saying that study after study has shown that men will constantly um, overestimate their performance on tests and ask for more salary than maybe they get. Uh, they're like just more active, I guess, or take a more active role in trying to get what they want. Whereas women will underestimate themselves. They'll ask for less. They won't negotiate raises. They won't neg- negotiate um, pay increases. Sure. And so, You know, maybe that, regardless of where it comes from, whether it's gender roles or or what, um, maybe that plays a role in the sort of the wage gap, you know, between men and women. Interesting. I would agree. You know, I think when there are these laws that that say, you know, you can't discriminate against women, like when the government makes these laws that say you have to hire as many women as men, or or you have to. I don't know, not ask. One of the questions you can't ask when you're an employer is like, are you married or are you going to have children or whatever? Yep. But, you know, employers find ways to kind of find that out, or they just discriminate against all women, even those who don't want to have children. Sure. Right. People um, are going to discriminate whether it's illegal or not. Yeah. That's why, like we said, I think it has to be, it has to come from culture. It has to be about hearts and minds. Mm hmm. This is Free Talk Live. We would love to hear from you this evening at 855-450-3733. More on the topic of uh, gender when we come up or, or a kid who was denied his inhaler.
6: Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. Sea cranes Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the Sea crane Company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at C-Crane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com.
0: Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the show. This is like some kind of a new agey. <laughs> ironic because we're all non. Oh, there we go. Got some this guitars nice. in there. It's Free Talk Live, 855 450
1: 3733. Should be taking a bubble bath right now to this music. Yeah. Candles lit.
0: Something like incense. that. Incense. It's <laughs> Stephanie with you. And Nami. And Julia. And we thank you for joining us tonight. I would like to remind you that you can help out Free Talk Live for as little as the price of a cup of coffee every month. It is so little. It's $3 a month, and you can get all kinds of perks. They do offer you something for that. Uh, The AMP podcast has no commercials, so if you want to listen to the archives of Free Talk Live, if you're a podcast listener, uh, you can listen commercial free uh, by going to amp.freetalklive.com. Get all the details there, and we thank you so much for that. Um, ladies, we were going to talk about this boy uh, who was, well, a high school boy who was refused access to his inhaler yeah. during an asthma attack. I mean, this is life-threatening here. Yep. Um, it's. Yep. I have an article here from ClickOrlando.com. Is, is that the same one you have, this Nemi? This one I
2: have, too. Yep.
0: Okay. So, so here I have the headline, the nurse refuses... Student inhaler during asthma attack. School says medical release form lacked parents' signature. School administration (laughs) lacked common sense. Yeah, that should be the headline. We don't have a phone, like call them at work. Yeah, or it's an emergency. I mean, he's like, he could die. He can't breathe. And I don't know if you've ever experienced an asthma attack, but it is just if even if you're not going to die if you can breathe a little bit it feels like you're going to die it is one of the worst feelings to have trouble breathing yeah
1: it really is that's very scary i've never had asthma but i have i'm allergic to cats and sometimes i have cats because i kind of developed this allergy later in life mm-hmm. and i'm not going to get rid of my cats cuz i love them dearly but if i clean or i get where i'm in the cat hair and kind of you know it's in the air i get i get really bad and i can't breathe and it's it's very alarming you yeah. know, it puts you in panic mode,
0: really. Yeah, and then how are you supposed to sort of calm your breathing if right. you're if you're really upset? Yeah, it just and makes scared. it worse. Yeah. So, from Deltona, Florida, a, uh, Vol- I have no idea how to pronounce this. Volusia County school officials stand by a Deltona High School nurse's decision to refuse a student his inhaler during an asthma attack, citing lack of a parent's signature on a medical release form. Wow.
1: Well, I'm curious. They said they refused his inhaler. Now, did he have the inhaler in the pocket in his pocket, or was the inhaler in the nurse's office?
2: No, it was in his locker.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to read that part? Yeah. Now?
2: Sure. He said the school dean found his inhaler during a search of his locker last Friday. The inhaler was still in its original packaging, complete with his name and directions for its use. However, the school took it away because his mother hadn't signed the
0: proper form for him to have it. Now, this is just the most unthinking. This is like the zero tolerance mentality. Don't you think so? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, this is like when they ban students for having butter knives, for drawing pictures of guns, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. I mean, there is no critical thinking involved. Strip There's, searching for a, um, acetaminophen. Oh, too. Yes, that, that case that went to the Supreme Court, yep, right? Sure did. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was another case where um, I recently read about this like 14 year old girl who was suspended for an inappropriate outfit, which was not inappropriate. It was like a short sleeve shirt and a skirt that went to her knees. I mean, it was not, <laughs> it's just it's something that, that she was wearing was against the school dress code. So they kicked her out and it's like, there's no thought involved. Just follow the rules, just following orders. And there's no
2: leeway either because it, if, it, just from the beginning of the article, it says the school officials are backing the nurse. So, okay. The nurse was just following orders. Yeah. So the school officials were just following orders Probably from an attorney who doesn't want to get the school sued or is trying to protect the school district from a lawsuit from Mm. some parent who this kid has handed his inhaler off to. And we were talking about this earlier, too. What happens? Can you even abuse an inhaler
0: to? I don't think so. I mean, it could make your heart beat a little faster. It kind of like gives you an adrenaline boost a little bit. I mean, It seems like... It's not like this is
1: Adderall, right? Or Ritalin or something that could be abused. It's an inhaler. It has one purpose. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody abuse an inhaler in my life, though I have seen
0: kids sniff glue. So (laughs) yeah, and they have plenty of glue at the school. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, they have plenty of things that you could abuse if you wanted to if you were desperate enough. But really, I mean, a 17-year-old kid who was is clearly...
1: 17? Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I know they don't think you're <laughs> an adult. That is worse. Yeah, they, I know they don't think you're an adult until the arbitrary age of, magical age of 18, but I think he would know if he was having an asthma attack, especially if he's had asthma for several years, which most kids have it from childhood, so they know what it feels like when they're having an attack. It's very obvious to anyone who's watching them, they'll be... <laughs> you know, <laughs> they can't breathe. And... He's going to know when he needs to use his inhaler. And there's actually a quote from him, the the person. It's like something out of a horror film. The person just sits there and watches you die, said Michael Rudy, 17. She sat there, looked at me, and did nothing. Now,
2: EMTs... They
0: wouldn't even call the hospital?
2: They called his mother. School leaders (laughs) called Sue Rudy when her son started having trouble breathing. She rushed to the office and was taken back to the nurse's office by school administrators, and they discovered the teen on the floor. As soon as we opened up the door we saw my son collapsing against the wall of the wall on the floor of the nurse's office while she was standing in the window of the locked door looking down at my son who was in full blown asthma attack.
0: Wow. That's, that's like horrible. that's like the Milgram experiments where the yeah. the person was, you know, it was a confederate in this experiment, they what they did was set up a a scenario where there's like a prisoner and the experimental subject is instructed by a person with a lab coat to just uh give them increasingly powerful shocks when they get these test questions wrong, until they die. And the, and you know, the person who is an actor who's in the who's supposed to be the test subject is saying, Oh, my, my heart feels weird. I I don't feel so good. I feel like I'm going to die, please stop. And then the person in the lab coat says, you must proceed with the experiment. Mm -hmm. That's what it reminds me of. I mean, the nurse just watching through a pane of glass, as this kid is collapsing against the wall, unable to breathe clearly suffering. I mean, if you become a nurse, even if you're a school nurse, maybe you're just looking for a job, I don't know, but if you become a nurse, don't you have some compassion for people suffering? Right. Why did they call his mom when who they should have
2: called if he's passing out? He said, "Wait, uh, Michael Rudy said when he started to pass out from his attack, the nurse locked the door. Why didn't she get on the phone <laughs> <Wow>. to 911?
1: <laughs> she didn't want to be in the
2: room anymore." Right. I don't want to hear you dying. Right. You, you know, wow. call 911. I, I yeah, if, if an EMS or EMT shows up on scene, I'm, I'm sure they would have the common sense to treat this kid without a signed permission slip from his mother, and is it exigent circumstances or it's an emergency?
1: This is, this is absolutely crazy.
2: There are many
1: disturbing things about this story. The fact that it had he had a prescription and it had doc, his name on it, yeah. doctor's notes, makes it even more ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, obviously his mother is okay with it if he has a prescription.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can get birth control pills without parental permission after age 14 or something Mm -hmm. like that. You can get other types of medication from a doctor when you're 17. Why not an asthma inhaler? Right. And yeah, I mean, just it is so disturbing. Um, It says, let's see. The mother said, I mean, it's common sense. If I saw an animal in the street in distress, I would probably stop to help. Why couldn't she help a child? Great question. That's what she's there for. Maybe she sees him as an animal. You know, <laughs> I believe that when I closed my eyes, I wasn't going to wake up, said Michael, the kid. Uh, I shouldn't call him a kid. He's a he's a seventeen. Man. Yeah, that's right. Seventeen. Uh, the director of student health services said parents must sign the release form. No exceptions. Even if you're dying, you need to have that. Sign- it was the parents fault that they didn't sign it. Right. That's probably what they would say. They would probably blame it on the parent for not signing. You should have done your due diligence. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Now, when I was in high school, I had a nurse that was similarly, I guess, maybe negligent or incompetent, I guess. I, I can try to remember what school it was. I don't really remember. All I remember is that one time I hit my head in gym class, like I got hit with a hockey puck, and I went to the nurse's office because I had a bruise on my face, and she took my temperature. <laughs> it's like that's what they have to do no matter what and then they would tell you like if you know no matter what was wrong with you they'd tell you you know sit on the toilet go in the bathroom Yeah. <laughs> if you injured yourself if you bumped yourself or whatever i mean just doesn't make sense you know that's, that's <laughs> no this is public funny.
2: school right yeah oh yeah yeah definitely so i went to a private school and i got hit in the face with a crossball, ball uh-huh. and they took me to the hospital
0: wow amazing yeah. yeah and and what, I'm trying to think what a lacrosse ball feels like. Is it hard? Or? It's a it's a hard rubber ball with oh. a steel, like around a Ooh. steel ball bearing. Okay, ouch. Yeah, it 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 hurt. Yeah. For sure. So so you think that, but I mean, that shows some caring and, you know, yeah, I for, think that's it, appropriate. Yeah,
2: I think that's an appropriate response for sure. And the, the article goes on to say that the mom thinks
0: her son could have died because of technicality. Yeah. I wonder how he woke up. I, that wasn't really clear um, from the, the article. Did you see that, Nemi? Like, how did... He didn't have access to this inhaler. Well, the mom came, so maybe he
1: had access to the inhaler when she
0: was there. I see. Yeah, that must have been it.
2: Wow. But they can't
0: explain why 911 wasn't called. They're going to get sued. Just doing my job. Just following orders. following orders. Except uh, nobody in charge knows what they're doing. It's Free Talk Live, 855-450-3733. 855-450-FREE is our number. We'd love to hear from you. Our three of the show is coming up. More with your calls when we return. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com.
0: Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the show. It's Stephanie here with you and Emmy and Julia. We are rocking out on the air. 855-450-3733 is our number 855-450-FREE. We certainly encourage you to take control of the airwaves, share whatever's on your mind with us. We're really open to talking about anything, aren't we, ladies? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, as long as it's radio friendly, of course. And uh, let's see, you know, it's hour three of the show. We're just kicking off the uh, the final hour. Um, of course, if you uh, don't get Free Talk Live, maybe you don't get Free Talk Live all three hours every night, you can always uh, call your local program director, ask them to pick up more of the show if you like it. Find out more details about how to do that on uh, the website, freetalklive.com. Um, we were going to get into this article, ladies, about, well, okay, this is disturbing. I mean, this, I read it and I cringed. And It's disturbing for a couple of different reasons, but mainly, okay, well, I'll just say what it is. It's a former cop who, okay, well, I have to be a little bit careful about this, but we'll say this in a radio-friendly manner. Have you ladies ever heard of a device that is for, um, it's basically a sex toy for men? Yes,
1: I know. I no, know. What I had you're never describing. heard of
0: it before I walked into
2: the studio tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Somehow I don't believe you. I'm well, good at the sarcasm. It's, it's the number one uh, of these devices. It's, it's very popular. Most people have heard of it. I won't uh, say the name of it, but you can figure it out. I'm sure most people are aware who are in the know. But what you may not know about this device is that, well, it was a former cop who invented it, and he's really sadistic. Uh, This article is from Reason.com from the blog over there. LAPD cop turned sex toy mogul reminisces about choking suspects until they defecated. Now, this is like a little bit of a graphic article. We'll make this as radio-friendly as we possibly can. But uh, basically, this cop came out. uh, So let me read it to you. Steve Shubin, the Austin-based maker of the popular men's pleasure device known as the Fleshlight, was the subject of a fascinating profile in Austin Chronicle last month. And this is what caused the controversy because he talked about his experiences as a former police officer. Uh, The focus of the story is his complete domination of the market for this particular toy, But there's also a section about his days working for the police department in Los Angeles. Days he sorely misses because he used to be able to slap and choke people. Uh, He says, if somebody needs their face slapped, they're getting their face slapped. He says, talking about his style of policing, but he laments, you can't do that anymore. Oh, the good old days. (laughs) He talks about this stuff so openly, I almost wonder if he he remembers that my recorder is on. This is the reporter that he's he's talking to. This cop said, I've killed people before, or former cop, excuse me, I've killed people before. I've done everything. I have choked hundreds of people unconscious. Did I enjoy it? No, he says. Why do you think he didn't enjoy it? Is it because he empathized with the people that he was interrogating?
1: (laughs) Since you're asking the question, I have a feeling that's not the reason.
0: I, I don't know. No, it's not. It's probably worse than you could ever guess. The reason he did not enjoy choking hundreds of people unconscious is because uh, he says that when a person is choked out, they poop their pants. Is that true? And why would you do Straight it? Straight from the horse's mouth. As somebody who has choked many, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what he's <laughs> saying. Uh, I, I can't even imagine this because I've, I don't think I've ever... No, I've never choked anyone. I was thinking because I... <laughs> no. I I mean, I, I've done wrestling and um, Brazilian jujitsu, but never to that point and never with like hatred. You know, it was always kind of a playful, like, let's learn how to wrestle and get a workout thing. You right. know? Um, he says, why did he stop? He said the pay was bad. There wasn't much money in policing. What a sicko. What a winner. Yeah, what a sicko. And he's making one of the most popular um, men's sex toys. That well, it's I'm out not there. a man,
1: so I can't boycott the product. But I would if I was a man. I would not want to give that guy any money.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can tell your friends about this. I, I always like to... I, I mean, it's kind of interesting, like the psychology or, like, the profiles of the people behind really popular products. Like, how did they think of these things? You know, Mark, people are fascinated by Mark Zuckerberg, right? There's that movie, The Social Network, about how he started Facebook and, and the sort of the rivalry he had with the other programmers and the students at Harvard and stuff like that. It's very, very interesting because everybody can relate to it because they, they know Facebook. Well, <laughs> probably lots of people have one of these, <laughs> right? Right. Um, and so can you relate to this person who enjoyed choking people he was interrogating, uh, slapping them, doing other various acts of violence. That's scary to me. It really is. It's disturbing. Yeah. And and he laments, you can't do that anymore. Right. Yeah. He wishes that you could. Yeah. <sighs> kind of scary stuff. Uh, if you have thoughts on this, 855-450-3733. Not much more to say on this, uh, this story, I guess, but um, just really disturbing. And I think I, you know, if I were somebody who might be in the market for one of these products, I might want to know, you know, where it's coming from, right? Yeah.
1: Are, are there any competitors? Or, or where the it...
0: money's going to? I, I, Yeah, where the money's going to, sure. That's yeah. that's another great point. Um, I don't know about competitors, um, although I do know that, you know, this is kind of a, a side uh, issue, I guess, or a little tangent, but there has been this sort of movement. And recently in the last couple of years, there are some, let's say, adult toys that are made and they're, and they're labeled like novelty only, you know, uh, most of them that you see have that label actually. And they're made with these chemicals that are actually kind of toxic. They're yeah. called phthalates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, putting them in your body or on your body might not be very good for you. Could cause cancer and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if the you... The more you know... Read the label. Knowledge is power. Exactly. That's right. So, silicone or glass or other other types of materials is probably best for that. Just a little public service announcement here on <laughs> Free Talk Live. So, ladies, uh, does sugar make you stupid? I don't no, know. No, sugar makes you fat, though. <laughs> Maybe fat and stupid? I don't know. Maybe fat and stupid. Uh, Now, Julia, I I saved this article because I knew you were going to be on and I knew that you're interested in nutrition. Um, So am I. I don't know. Nemi, do you have any particular interest in nutrition? I love junk food, Mm -hmm. I, I love putting garbage in my body. So we are on opposite, uh, opposite ends opposite of the spectrum. And so there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Yeah. Hey, diversity of ideas, a different viewpoints represented always makes a good discussion. So I guess we're discussion. about to find I, out I if sugar moments. has made me stupid. <laughs> um, so I have been sugar free. I haven't eaten sugar for about 10 years. I now, gave it up do because you, I was obese. And- you don't
1: eat <laughs> any natural sugar at all? Like strawberries? Would you eat a strawberry? Um, I, I do, but not...
0: Like every right. day, you know, yeah. maybe maybe once every few weeks, I would eat some fruit. I guess.
1: See, I sort of fall in the same category, mm-hmm. and I try to eat fruits that have less sugar, like apples, for example, have more fiber and less
0: sugar. They they have different kinds of sugar. I know. Um, it, berries are good too. Berries yeah, have lots of fiber. I like raspberries. Um, you know, lots of uh, what's it called the 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 chem the phytonutrients you know that are in them that are supposed to be healthy for your heart. I don't know, but uh, all I know is when I want when I start eating berries or different fruits, I usually want more. You know, like it's kind of hard to break out of eating them. It's almost like popping candy in a, yeah. in a way less, uh, you know, in a sort of a watered-down way, I guess. So from the uk wanted to share this. Does sugar make you stupid? Studies suggest that it sabotages learning and memory. Fructose is commonly added to processed foods, such as soft drinks. It was found to hamper memory and slow brain activity. Now, if I may... This yes. article
2: does not distinguish between sh- well, it does distinguish. In the headline, it's poorly written. It says, "Does sugar make you stupid?" And then it goes on to write about high fructose corn syrup,
0: exactly, which
2: is something that I I steer clear of. Sugar, myself, I I don't steer clear of. I do have it in my coffee occasionally, mm-hmm. but I am aware of of
0: high fructose corn syrup and do try to, to try to stay away from that. Sure. Well, and the other important thing to mention when we're talking about high fructose corn syrup, you know, there was this this whole soda ban in New York mm. City. Mayor mm-hmm. Bloomberg wants to decrease the size of the sodas and, and they all have high fructose corn syrup in them. And the reason for that is because the government so heavily subsidizes corn mm-hmm. and it's made from corn. It's so hypocritical. Yeah. On one hand, they're subsidizing this product that's contributing to the huge amounts of high fructose corn syrup in everything. And on the other hand, they're saying, well, no, you can't have too much soda because you're going to get fat and we don't want that. <laughs> or or we don't want to pay for your health problems right. when right. you become obese or, right. or whatever. And of course, when they pay for the health care, that's another thing that they, they sort of can say. Because it's like, well, okay, you're the one controlling the purse strings, right? You have some yeah. dominion over this. But yeah, I mean, not only do they subsidize corn, but they also tax and um, tariff uh, sugar cane. So importing it from other countries, there's a big tariff and it just pushes it over the edge so that it's more expensive to import real sugar than it is to just get it from corn. Actually, I think the corn lobby was recently trying to get uh, high fructose corn syrup relabeled as corn sugar. Yes. But they that didn't happen. Failed. (laughs) I heard about that too. Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. We've got a call on the line when we return and your calls too. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the show. It's Stephanie with you tonight. And Nami. And Julia. And you are listening to the live Wednesday night edition of the show. Free Talk Live is live every single day of the week, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Find us also online at free talk Live. Dot com, And if you want an easy, free way to help Free Talk Live, shop.freetalklive.com is a great way to do that. Uh, if you, It's basically a link to Free Talk Live's Amazon portal. So if you enter through there, Free Talk Live will get a small referral fee for whatever you buy, but it doesn't affect your purchase price at all. Just a quick, easy way to get that uh, little bit of help in for Free Talk Live. If you appreciate the show and want to help us out without breaking the bank, uh, you're going to buy the stuff that, anyway, so why not do it through Free Talk Live's portal. And by the way, if you run a website or blog and you're looking to add a forum to your website, but you don't want to compromise the privacy of your users, consider plainboards.com. PlainBoards.com offers free-to-use anonymous message boards to anyone who wants one. There is no installation necessary and certainly no identification or logging in required either. Start your board in seconds and protect your users' privacy over at PlainBoards.com. It's encrypted, secure. You can uh, have voting on posts, a watch list, a personal history. Very useful features over there at PlainBoards.com. We certainly do appreciate when you uh, do businesses that... Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live, like we said before. Uh, Julia, you look like you had something to say. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's go straight to the phones. Zach is listening in Florida. Zach, are you with us? How are you doing? Wonderful, Zach. Uh, what's on your mind?
8: Yeah, I was just calling in about a story that I read off of a link from Reddit earlier today. Okay. It was about a, a teacher who got hired in a Christian school in Cincinnati, and uh, right when he started he was called in to talk to uh, the director, the principal or someone like that. And he was pretty straightforward, asked if he was homosexual. And uh, he answered yes. And then he was promptly fired.
0: Oh, my. So he he's a gay man. He went to get a job at a Christian school and expected... I mean, not all Christians discriminate against uh, gay people, but some certainly do. Yeah. Um, I think it's really unfortunate... Um, but I kind of wonder if he, like, did he do that to, to take a stand, like to purposely get fired so he could sort of raise awareness about the issue or sue them for discrimination or what? What do you think? Well, no,
8: he was actually asked from the principal if he was gay. Pretty straightforward.
0: But did, do you think he knew that he was going to get asked and he was doing it as I'm, sort of an activism?
8: I'm not really sure. Okay. But uh, the interesting topic that came up, I'm actually pretty new to Reddit, and uh, it seemed that everyone was really surprised that this happened. And everyone's like, wow, this, this must be illegal, right? And it turns out that uh, your sexual orientation is the only, like, not protected minority group under uh, discrimination laws.
0: Really? In in, is that in the state that this happened in, or is it a federal thing?
8: I think federally. But uh, it was actually a private school, not a public school. That's right. And that's why. It has a little extra to do with it. And uh, on Reddit, it kind of exploded pretty quickly. About people, oh, you know, this is so horrible. And uh, me, as a voluntarist who respects property rights, I kind of had to come to the defense of the, the organization that uh, I don't necessarily support what they did, but I do support the right to do
5: it.
0: Yeah, I mean, being... of course, the, the right to exclude people for bigoted reason, reasons is also the right to exclude bigots. So, for instance, if I had a school and I knew somebody was homophobic, I wouldn't want to work with them, right? That's true. Exactly.
8: And uh, the conversation quickly delved into, uh, you know, general discrimination against blacks, against really everyone, women. Yeah. And uh, the topic came up about uh, equal pay, because that's in the news recently, Mm -hmm. and uh, how some companies, how it's really unfair, how they discriminate against other people. And uh, a lot of people kept bringing up the topic of women, especially how Walmart discriminated against uh, women not promoting them to managerial positions, and I, I mean... I mean, it's
2: obviously offensive. They lost I, that class action, didn't they? I think they did. I think yeah. they lost that. Yeah, I, so there I, that's, was, that's ringing a bell for me, that, the, that there was a group of women who had filed a class action against Walmart for disparity in wages, and I believe they lost.
8: Hmm. Yeah, it turns out they really don't promote any females to managerial positions, or they didn't before the lawsuit. Not wow. many, at least. And uh, I kind of pointed out that from a business perspective, it really does, in a company that's Walmart-sized, it may not seem right, but I'm sure it saves tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars over the years because you don't have to deal with maternity leave, you know, et cetera. And it's just a lot easier to have, I know it's wrong, but it's a lot easier to just have a company policy.
0: Well, but there must be a reason that that. they hire women at all, right? Because if women were just such poor workers, why would they hire any women, right?
8: Yeah, it's not necessarily about the poor working conditions. Or the poor Don't they have to give paternity
0: leave, too? Isn't there paternity leave as well? There's sure, a few- under FMLA, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a few weeks for men. There's, like, what, six weeks for women or something mm-hmm. like that. Three mm-hmm. months.
1: I think it depends on the state. I think there's a federal law that says a certain amount, and then the states kind of vary, because I know some people that get, like, six months or something. Yeah, and employers,
0: like individual employers could give more right. if they wanted to as well. But, you know, I think that, like... Okay, women may be an asset in a lot of different cases, especially for some jobs. You know, maybe something that they have some quality is an advantage. And if that's the case, then maybe employers would want to compete. You know, and and try to make their um, their jobs more attractive to women, so that they could get the best the best female workers or just the best workers in general. Because I mean, when you exclude whole classes of people, especially if it's for an arbitrary reason like uh, like bias against a certain gender or race or whatever, then you're really losing a lot of good workers. Like if you, if you look at it from the perspective of uh, someone who's looking at it objectively, you know, um, you're, you're losing a lot of good workers if you're, if you're not a bigot.
8: <laughs> that is one of the points I brought up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I defended their rights to discriminate, you know, while I didn't agree with the discrimination per se. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was always, I seemed to get painted really quickly as, as the bigot, and as the homophobe, and as the, and mm. as the sexist, and as the yeah. misogynist. I For have a... Pointing out...
1: No, continue. Sorry.
8: Oh, sorry. For just pointing out that they do have these, these rights, you know, these negative rights. And everyone kept saying, well, you know, personal, personal freedom shouldn't trump your freedom to get a job. And then it goes into this whole thing where you have to explain the difference between negative and positive rights. Well, what do really... you
0: think, I mean, about asking them the question of, like, I know internet communication is notoriously not very uh, friendly, I guess. It's like it's Especially, really... Especially
1: everyone's a keyboard warrior. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or.
0: But what about asking them the question of, like, hey, would you want to, as a woman, would you want to work for a sexist employer? As a as a racial minority, would you want to work for somebody who was bigoted against you because of your appearance? No, I mean, I would want to know, you know, yeah, if, if my I would employer, rather know. I would rather know and not work for the sexist boss than, you know, have some law that mandated that he have to hire me. Well, you desperate know? times call for desperate measures, too. If you don't have
2: a choice but to work for this person, who protects you? Do you protect yourself or do you call someone else to do your protecting for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah,
8: this is actually part of what I brought up. And uh, I brought up the fact that like something like the Civil Rights Act, where it makes it makes people who might have uh, you know, bigot tendencies or sexist tendencies or what have you, it makes them repress that and serve the people that they normally wouldn't want to serve. And essentially it just veils their racism and it makes it to where you give money to a person that you normally wouldn't give money to if they were open about their actual
0: beliefs. Well, and, and, and let's face it, that the state really, I mean, the state it enacted Jim Crow laws and enforced segregation and racism uh, for many, many years. And so I, I don't think there's any uh, real protection going on there. Uh, and, and Zach, if you have more, hang on with us. And if not, thanks for the call. It's Free Talk Live. There's more coming up. We'll talk about discrimination or anything that's else, else that's on your mind. 855-450-FREE is our number. It's Free Talk Live. And there's more coming up.
1: of that same old government-free baklava from madrick how about trying stateless sweets government-free fudge and caramel stateless sweets are made with real ingredients and prepared fresh for delivery to your home
0: order them as a gift a well-deserved decadent treat for yourself or catered for your next event go to statelesssweets.com
2: that's statelesssweets.com
0: Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the show. Stephanie with you. And Nemi. And Julia. Nemi, you're laughing. Are you, is it because you recognize the song? No. Okay. Well, it's Free Talk Live and you can call us and bring up whatever's on your mind at 855-450-3733. I would like to remind you that, uh, if you've ever had connection problems or con, excuse me, connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception, C-Crane has got a good solution for that. C-Crane has a super USB Wi-Fi antenna, uh, actually the super USB Wi-Fi antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile uh, from the point where you have it set up. That's pretty good. We are using it at, uh, oh, well, Mark is using it as his house. <laughs> I'm just reading his copy here. But I know Mark has been using this and he's really enjoyed it. And he's got this, um, this person who lives with him who, ha- I don't know, maybe has a little a little or a little place that's kind of far from the source of the internet. Right. But with this signal, uh, amplifier, he can, he can actually get internet to his tenant with no problem. So, uh, Mark really likes Sea crane Ian's been playing with their, um, their radio as well. He's got one in the studio here that broadcasts. uh, you know, you can, we can hear ourselves a little bit delayed out in the, out in the uh, the kitchen at the studio. So, oh um, really, yeah, there's a little internet radio. It's a different product. It's not the wifi antenna, but I know that they've both really been enjoying the C-Crane products. They're, they're considered top-notch in the industry. So uh, check out ccrane.com. That's C-C-R-A-N-E dot com. And I believe you can get a free flashlight if you mention Free Talk Live during the checkout if you purchase anything. So great deal. Uh, the flashlight's a cool little gift and I uh, highly recommend that you check out C-C-R-A-N-E. Okay, let's go back to Zach. Uh, he's been on the phone with us in Florida talking about discrimination. Zach, did you have more that you wanted to say?
8: Uh, yeah, just really one more last bit Sure. that uh, comes about tolerance. And a lot of the people that seemed to berate me on there were saying, oh, I'm not really tolerant of these people's beliefs. Uh, you know, like, I'm just sexist or homophobic or racist or whatnot. And they kept saying, you should tolerate these people. You know, you shouldn't discriminate against them. And then that just led me to, you know, come back, well, you're really the one that's not tolerant. I'm not saying I support these beliefs. I'm just saying that I respect, you know, their right to act of their own way. And that true tolerance would be to say, you know, okay, you have the right to act, even though I don't support it.
0: Well, Zach, I mean, have have you ever considered coming at this from sort of a slightly different angle? Because I hear libertarians talk about, or people, liberty-minded people talk about this topic a lot. And oftentimes, they're just kind of standing up for the bigots. And I can really see how it comes off to some people who maybe aren't as educated about the issue that you know, hey, this person who's defending the bigots must be a bigot themselves. I mean, what about asking um, sort of more compassionate questions or, or sort of saying, making it really clear that you don't support the homophobia, um, you don't support racism or discrimination? I assume you don't. Is that right?
8: <laughs> That's correct.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I think being anti, actively anti-racist, anti-sexist, anti-homophobic is a very important part of being uh, someone who espouses a philosophy of individualism right cuz we all think it's important as as liberty lovers to look at people as individuals right and to not uh you know not stereotype them based on some group that they might happen to be a part of that they can't control you know you can't control what gender you are what race you are what your orientation is and uh you know there's really nothing you can do about it so it shouldn't affect anything about your character or your your value as a person or anything like that um but but yeah, I mean, what about asking uh, some of these questions like to the Redditors, the people on the thread? Everyone's a keyboard warrior, like Julia said. But what about asking them like, uh, I don't know if I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I'm trying, oh, yeah. If they would support um, like, OK, for instance, I just read a story about a female pilot and she was being discriminated against because uh, because she was female. There was a passenger on her plane who said, I won't fly with a woman pilot, women can't drive and they can't fly, and I'm not going to stand for this. So she said, okay, and she kicked him off the plane. Good.
2: <laughs> That's the it should be.
0: So what about bringing up a story like that and saying, you know, do you support her right to discriminate against this passenger?
8: Well, I see where you're coming from. I was really just trying to make the argument from a personal freedom standpoint, personal liberty, and mm-hmm. uh, property rights. But I can see how that might come off wrong and rub people the wrong way.
0: I agree. I completely agree with the property rights. And I, I think that does resonate with some people. But a lot of people out there are more running off of maybe emotion or feeling a lot of compassion for the person who's being discriminated against. And so maybe sorting to try to sort of trying to, to uh, relate to them on that level, you know, of a, more of a compassionate angle or something.
2: Now, here in New Hampshire, gay marriage is legal and there's been a long every year. It's a new new fight, but it is legal here. And. There have been in previous years. I'm not sure what the law is exactly now, but there, they there was much lobbying and insistence that there be protection for private private business owners that they would be able to discriminate against them. Um, and if memory serves, it was primarily wedding photographers that they could just say, you know what, we don't cater to gay folks. And the huh. the general consensus that I saw coming back from the gay community was, sure that's fine. I want to know exactly who does not want to do business with me so Mm -hmm. I can take my business elsewhere. And I I think that's really,
0: that's really the best way to handle it. Wasn't there a huge boycott? um, Oh gosh, it was Colorado. I think Colorado either, I don't know, passed some discriminatory law against gay people or outlawed gay marriage explicitly or something like that. And there was a law a, a giant boycott of Colorado by gay people like of traveling to colorado doing anything in colorado heard that. and there's a there's a website about it too yeah i heard about it from um from buzz of the buzz's big gay dance party fame Yeah, <laughs> she told me about this boycott and it was incredibly successful and i think it actually got them to reverse whatever position that they they had um i'll have to do some more research she's on that. fantastic i love buzz i totally agree me too and and yeah you know um it's very interesting i know this is this is um this is Free Talk Live, and, you know, we talk about a, a, a wide variety of subjects. But, uh, you know, this is something that comes up over and over again. And I really like the idea of approaching it, um, uh, It's sort of flipping the tables, you know, because usually when I hear people talk about this, it's like, oh, yeah, you should have the right to exclude women and black people from your business if you're a bigot. But no, you you should have the right to exclude bigots. <laughs> you know, you should have the right to, right. Uh, to, to choose who you do business with based on their their ideas, you know, and you should be able to know those ideas. Um, and Zach, any other final thoughts?
8: Yeah, just one last thing. I kind of made a similar point. I made the point that uh, I don't really like to loan my property, like my cell phone or my electronics or what have you, to people with greasy, grubby fingers and <laughs> douchebags. And uh, do you support my right to discriminate against those people? And everyone really agreed with me that, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, why don't you support... Other people's rights to arbitrarily discriminate on whatever they want. What Where's the line drawn?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, another thing that I hear about this real quick, Zach, is is that, uh, you know, people will say, well, you discriminate on who your friends are, on who you choose to date, right? So what's wrong with discrimination? And uh, I don't know, What you, have you ladies heard that before? When people say, like, well, we discriminate on who we date all the time, so employers should be able to discriminate for any reason they want. I mean, I think that's true that people do discriminate, yeah. but... It's also important. And I say that I try to say this as much as possible. It's also important to check your own biases and to make sort of look in your own self and see, am I being unfairly biased against certain people? Am Mm -hmm. I maybe ruling out (laughs) good love partners or something like that? Because what they're a different race or something like that. You know,
1: I remember once I was at like a Thanksgiving dinner or something and the subject of racism came up mm-hmm. and it was with, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles and everyone. And my dad said, you know, my dad is not racist at all. Um, he's many things, but not racist. And he said, um, you know, that he thought that it was really natural for people to sort of feel more connected to their their tribe, so to speak. And then it kind of made sense that people weren't necessarily as eager to hang out with like to mesh races and not that he had a problem with it or that mm-hmm. he didn't tolerate them, but that he just felt more comfortable with white people. And he felt like that made sense mm-hmm. and everyone was appalled. You know? Wow. And, well,
0: I think it is true that yeah, so people can, true. can relate to others who have had similar experiences to that. In, excuse me, experiences to them. Um, I read this book in college called, why are all the black kids sitting together at the cafeteria table? And basically what it was saying was that it's really important for people who are members of like sort of minority groups to associate with each other because they can share experiences and they can bond over what what they have experienced. Right. I didn't agree with everything in the book. For instance, it said that only white people can be racist. Only men can be sexist. And I I disagree. I think anyone can be biased against anyone else. Uh, Zach, and thank you. Thank you for the call, Zach. Uh, It's free talk live 855-450-FREE. Bring up whatever's on your mind. There's more coming up. Yourself by trading with value. Visit Don'tTreadonMeme.com. Browse their unique silver dime trading cards and get all your favorite designs. Gift them, keep them, or trade them for something else. They're real value in a convenient package and a tool that you can use to spread the word about honest money and how it sets us free. While you're at it, check out their quality apparel. You'll want to be the first of your friends to get their clever graphics on you. Don't tread on Meme. That's Don't E-M-E.com. talk live welcome back to the show as we kick off the final segment of this evening's program we've got some great music tonight i know stephanie here with you and nemi and julia And you can call us at 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Remember that Free Talk Live has a Facebook page, a Twitter account, and also an email list. So if you want to keep up with the latest on the show, get notified when Free Talk Live adds a new affiliate or has some interview or any other news about the show. Go to news.freetalklive.com for all the latest stuff. Okay, so, you know, we were talking about uh, the topic of uh, discrimination, but before that, we had sort of gotten into this article, but not really, about um, sugar and memory and learning. And I think this is really interesting. So just in the remaining moments, unless somebody calls us 855-450-FREE, we're going to talk about what we want to talk about, which is this. Um, So too much sugar, this is from the DailyMail.co.uk, by the way. Too much sugar could be making you stupid, according to researchers. I I bet you anything they didn't say, literally, sugar is making you stupid. No,
2: and and again, (laughs) it's not even sugar they're talking about. It's high fructose corn syrup.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a very important distinction. Exactly. As we pointed out uh, a few moments ago, the government heavily subsidizes corn and has something to do with this. Uh, So the suggestion follows tests in the laboratory comparing high fructose corn syrup, which is six times sweeter than cane sugar and a common ingredient in processed foods with omega-3 fatty acids known to aid memory and learning. So they tested uh, high fructose corn syrup uh, side by side with um, something that was known to help memory, which is omega-3s. And those are found in like fish. That's why people say fish is brain food. Right They're actually also found in all um, grass-fed uh, meats like cows and uh, right. sheeps and stuff like that. Lamb <laughs> excuse me, sheeps, yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> in an experiment on rats, one group had a sugary diet for six weeks and another was fed healthy. I don't know what that means. I mean healthy it and, means different things for everybody. Yeah, and in different I mean, rats are different than humans, right? Rats are uh, eat a vegetarian diet. they're herbivores, right, and humans are omnivores. Right. So you could expect that their metabolism is different. Um, I know rats like rodents can make their own vitamin C. Humans can't like just all kinds of little differences like that. There are millions of them. So, uh, you know, a a healthy diet for a rat probably wouldn't be the same as a healthy diet for a human. Just like if a human only ate rabbit food, you know, like lettuce and hay and stuff like that. uh, You know, it might not be the most tasty, but it also might not, you know, might be missing some important things. Uh, at the start of the study published in the Journal of Physiology, the University of California team tested how well the rats navigated a maze, placing landmarks to help them learn the way. So this is a common um, test of, of memory and learning in animals. They give them a little, um, basically they put them in a water bath like a, and it has milk in it so they can't see like what's what they're swimming in, right? They're swimming around and they have to find a platform because they don't like to swim. They want to be on the platform, mm. but they can't see it because the water is cloudy because it has a little bit of milk in it. Um, and then they have pictures, um, picture like a swimming pool, a round swimming pool with pictures on the outside. And they're trying to use the pictures to figure out where the platform is so that they don't have to swim anymore. So they're trying to basically learn like a little map of the pool that they're in and learn where the, the, the stairs are, <laughs> I guess. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So so six weeks after eating this diet, the researchers tested the rat's ability to recall the route. And the study co-author said the rats fed a sugary diet were slower and their brains had declined. He said eating a high fructose diet over the long term alters your brain's ability to learn and remember information. However, That's good, not all, uh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, probably. I wonder if the rats like gained weight and if they were having trouble swimming because of that.
2: Well, in, oh gosh, when was it?
0: A couple of months ago there was a, an article
2: that came out on Wired that um, colony uh, honeybees are really important, obviously, in pollination. um, And they have had an increase in colony, what's called colony collapse disorder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the bees are dying. Mm -hmm. Right. Lots of bees are dying. Nobody knows um, why, right? They actually have, this is from April 6, 2012. um, They're talking about um, supplementing bees diet with high fructose corn syrup again. Mm -hmm. And that is actually causing them to be, um, ex, uh exposing them to pesticides. So where they, oh. if they had been fed regularly, they would not be um, susceptible mm-hmm. or vulnerable to this particular pesticide. But because so many folks have switched to feeding high food, fru- high fructose corn syrup to their
0: bees, this is what's leading to the colony collapse. Interesting. Yeah. So it's yeah. not good for you. At yeah, all. no, it's not good. <laughs> well, I mean, and the pesticides go with it too, right? Well, sure cor- corn that's true. is very heavily, you know, uh, Treated with pesticides, so is soy. I mean, people talk about uh, pesticides in the food. Like, you know, when they grow soybeans, they spray them down with all kinds of stuff. And maybe you don't really... That doesn't really get washed off too well (laughs) sometimes. Wheat is another thing that's uh, heavily subsidized, heavily... So, I mean, you know, it's really hard to know exactly where your food is coming from. Unless you grow it yourself. Unless you grow it yourself and not everybody has time for that. Um, So it's kind of a dilemma. It's like, what do you do about that? How much do you let... Um, trying to know what you eat rule your life, you know. Uh,
1: I try really hard not to eat any soy or corn on principle just because it bothers me how overly subsidized they are.
0: My friend calls it the corn industrial complex. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is I, I'm pretty true. successful. I mean, I'll, pretty much if you don't buy things in a package, you know, if you cook everything fresh, you can avoid it. Yeah. But any if anybody who buys anything in a box, it, I mean and I'm not meaning to laugh. I've eaten my fair share of boxed foods. Mm-hmm. Um, it like check the ingredients, you'd be shocked at what has soy in it and corn. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, and all kinds of preservatives yeah. and stuff. I mean, it is I I agree that it is probably the safest bet no matter what kind of diet you're following or eating or anything like that to, you know, to to get like natural foods. Around the edge of the grocery store is where they keep them. Yes. You know, the the ones that are in the boxes that can stay on the shelf for years and years are usually kept in the middle. And the fresh produce, produce excuse me, and uh, meat is on the edges. So that's one, one trick that they say. Uh, we do have a call on the line. Let's go to Marvin real quick, listening in Georgia. Marvin, are you with us?
5: Yes. Uh, how all ladies doing this evening? Hello, Marvin. Wonderful.
0: What's on your mind?
5: Well, you... you- I some of these laws and some of these electronics and text messaging laws.
0: Well, oh, you mean like the it, texting while driving bans and stuff?
5: Right, right. You know, that correlates with distracted driving in many different ways and all that. You know, even though it's a law in many of the states, you know, you got people that are still doing it. You know, and I drive a truck and I, I see a lot of this every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it just came out with this law for truck drivers. You got to have a hand free headset, uh, and, oh. and in other words a twenty-seven hundred dollar fine. So is
0: that the, a federal uh, law, Martin, or is it just in Georgia?
5: Uh, no, it, it's, a, it's a federal law um, con- wow. concerning the CDO drivers.
0: Yeah, okay. Different
5: mean, forms of CDO drivers,
0: huh? So what have you seen people doing on the road? Like you said, you've you've observed people doing texting and stuff. Can you give us some stories?
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, this is running up next to to me all the time. You know, and you know, and I, I, I like I say, I drive a big truck and all that. Uh huh. You know, and you you'll see people all the time they're running right up next to you, just holding a steering wheel and uh, um, uh, device.
0: Have you ever looked into somebody's car and seen something really unusual going on or, like, you know, nudity or something like that on the road? Yeah,
5: you, yeah, you do get
0: that, too. Yep, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I, re- I can recall being on buses sometimes and, like, you know, you're higher than the cars. Right. So you can look down into any of the cars and sometimes, well, if you look down, it's at your own risk. You know, you're responsible for what you see, <laughs> basically. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I agree. It does seem really dangerous to text while driving. Although, you know, the solutions I've seen, Martin, are are like a lot of signs that you'll see on the highway will say, no texting while driving, and there'll be like a flashing billboard telling you not to text while driving. Well, that could take your eyes off the road, too. (laughs) So what's the solution? I
5: uh, I have had birds, you know, I've had snakes, dogs, cats, you name it, we've had it. uh Uh-huh. You know, and, shoot, I got... had the old pit bull. If you open the door, it was over with. She was getting in that vehicle, and that was that. (laughs) I see. Just sit there, a little seat, you know, and just sit there, you know, kind of like you was mentioning about your cat. Uh Uh-huh.
0: You
5: know, she just get in, sit down, you know, that's that. And the the things that we see and uh, hear from our government and our new laws and all that, it is ridiculous. Truck drivers are, are especially, we get a lot of fraudulent tickets. You
0: know, the, mm, I hear that well, I hear they can ticket you for little things like if you have a light out that you really would have no way to know about if you don't take a nap every something what six hours ten hours, something like that you know and the well, thing you're,
5: you're the thing 11, eleven hours driving time legal then you got different uh situations where you got different time scale you
0: mm-hmm.
5: got eleven hours you got the the fourteen hour law you got the sixteen hour law, which is very.
0: Well, Martin, thank you for your service. That's what Mark always says to truck drivers. Appreciate your call tonight. We're out of time for this evening's show. It's been Stephanie. And Nemi. And Julia. And ladies, thanks for joining me tonight. It's been a blast. This has been fun. I'll be back tomorrow night, and uh, you can check out freetalklive.com in the meantime for all kinds of archives, free content. It's all there for you for free. Free freetalklive.com. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in.